Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches. And you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative radio is coming for you. Radio show. I'm your host Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com, and I'm here with my lovely wife and producer Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American patriots. Okay, Susan. What are we talking about this evening? Well, we're going to start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance, and you have something to get off your chest. You're going to rant about a couple of things. <laughs> then the illegal alien invasion report, states' rights, the fuzzy muzzy report, and regulations suck. If we get to it. Color me skeptical. Although we got to the end, of, almost to the end of the show last time, but I was only part way through that article. No, we didn't. No. No. We only got to like a portion of one article of medical madness, and then there was segment three. Ah. Uh, well then, I'm back to being skeptical. All right, time to say a pledge. Patriots, head of heart, face the flag. You don't have a flag, get a flag. Get one of those little ones at a quickie mark. Anything. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Oh, by the way, you can make a flag out of cardboard, uh, construction paper and stuff. Too, if you feel the need. Anything yeah, why don't works. we have the? I know it's the indoctrination centers and they're icky. Which is shut up. But why don't uh, we? Why don't we have kids making flags in school anymore? They can't even say the pledge of allegiance. That's right. That's why. Yeah, you wanted to make a flag. Well, I'll tell you right. Whatever, wherever you live, wherever the left wing loons are, you'll find them if you try and do that in school. But, you know, if you're in charge of the school board, tough crap. It's not hurt your kid to make a flag. Sorry. This corrupt military-industrial contract. <laughs> Shut up. You're the ones that made this government into what it is today. All you lefties. I don't care if you think you're a conservative Democrat. There's no such thing. Sorry, you're a commie. Have at it. You've helped create this un- constitutional bloated monstrosity up there it wasn't conservatives that kept voting for more government now was it yes i know with the exception of gw bush it's not true because he's a progressive so he's with you along with his father another progressive yes a right-wing progressive just because they're republicans you're so far left you don't even see it do you the republican party is 
not more radical than it's ever been before. It's been pushed into the socialist area way too far. And hence, you're seeing a backlash. And if they play games at the convention like they're talking about, things are going to get really ugly for the Republican Party. And I don't say Democrats have their own issues too with uh, Bernie's people. I'm just, uh, you know, I don't know why you would want to elect some, a criminal to president just because she's a woman. She's a criminal. She's a world class international criminal. And she's responsible for all the nonsense going on in the Middle East which is coming to a neighborhood near you, thanks to more of his policies. Of course, you can't blame Obama. He's just the front man. He's a puppet. He's a doofus. So you can tell he's a doofus. Oh, he just wanted love. What the hell are we talking about? Love. We're supposed to be... Here we go again. It's like that caller I had the other day. Uh, All we need is love. To defeat the, the Muslims, all we need is love. Love will defeat all. Love, love. Only love. Yeah. Well, Medina showed them love, and in response, they conquered it. So I'm just saying, <laughs> love. they love when you love them, because they're secretly working against you the whole time. And when they're done, they're going to kill you with a smile on their face. Oh, goodness. No, you wanted to also, besides this other topic, you wanted to talk about the stupid uh, sit-in. <laughs> oh, the 60s hippie sit-in that's going on in the Senate? Yeah. and the, With a doofus that got that those people elected that was a 60s loser? It's a house. It Every hippie house. was a loser. It was in the house. Was it in the house? Yes. How come senators were talking about it? It was in the house because Ryan was trying to, Paul Ryan was trying to shout over them. Oh, Ryan was trying to shout yeah. over Ryan was the one shouting about radical Islam? No, no. He was just trying to talk over them to get them to stop. So stick to the one I, I heard. Who was yelling over it? Somebody in the House. It was the House of Representatives. If you say so. I didn't recognize any of the names. Yeah, it was the House of Representatives. Absolutely. I'm oh, positive. Okay. Wherever it is, it's where they go down to the well. Yeah. I don't know. Believe it or not, I don't know. I've been to Washington, D.C. more than once, and I've never cared to tour the Capitol. I didn't care what the House of Representatives looks like, what Congress's house looks like. I didn't didn't care. I saw it from the outside. That's enough. Inside, there's a lot of chairs. So what? Been to the United Nations, too. Kind of cool. You put these little ear things in, and someone translates what, what people are saying. You know, people are calling this out, that stupid sit-in, outrageous. I call it childish. They're like children. Oh, it's doofus. It, it never worked in the 60s. Why would you want These to do it again? These people are in their 70s. They're they think they won. They, these hippies think they they succeeded. They didn't succeed. They they ended the Vietnam so-called war. I would call that a war. Uh, too many rules of engagements again. We haven't been in a real, fought a real war since World War II. I'm just Sorry. They were all police actions, remember? Korea was a police action. See, that should have gave us away right now. Now that moved into nation building. 
they, they always move in one direction, the progs, the wrong way. All right, arranged marriages. Let's talk about that. Okay, we were watching this new show called Beowulf. What is it? Beowulf. Beowulf. What is your problem with saying the name? It's only a couple syllables. It's just, it's a weird name. It's but anyway, you know, it's terrible. back in the in the olden days. <laughs> and uh, they had a, a man, the prince, <clears throat> his mother, the queen, arranged a marriage. And he, you know, kind of got pissed off. And I said You're to telling the story completely wrong. Okay, then you tell that me. Is not what, well, that was not what I was talking about. No, that did not happen in the, sh in the story. What happened in the story was the woman was pissed off. And then you went off to say, oh, it, see, only the women get forced to be married. How come men don't get forced to be married? That's what you said. Now, the answer was simple. They're both being forced to get married, doofus. Both of them. Oh, yeah, the prince. What did the prince go and fall in love with her and then go tell her parents I want to arrange marriage with her? That's not how it works. Princes and prin and princesses get married to people all the time to form alliances, to end wars, all kinds of reasons. It's never been just women. If it's an arranged marriage, it's both sides. So, feminists, shut the hell up. You sound stupid. You sound more stupid than you usually do. I mean, come on. That just how how much thought would it take to realize? It would be impossible to have a one-sided arranged marriage as a policy because that would require the man to choose. I should say the boy, and the boy doesn't get to choose. A lot of arranged marriages happen when you're a kid. They used to, anyway. Uh, and I will say this for arranged marriages. They always seem to work. How is this unarranged marriages working? I mean, we're just going to do it based on love. Okay, we've tried that now for a long time. Uh, what's the divorce rate now, Susan? Oh, it's about oh, it's skyrocketing because now homosexuals get married and they all get divorced. So that's even going to make it a more skewed image of, of marriage. But divorce rate is almost 50% or more. Like I said, those old numbers. So maybe maybe we should rethink arranged marriages. I'm curious, is it against the law some, somewhere? I didn't bother to look. I know federally they have no say in the matter, but they probably have a law about it. But again, they have no power over marriage, one way or the other. So, yeah, something to think about. Rage marriages seem to work. Now, marrying for love seems not. Just saying. Oh, also, which helps marriages fall apart is because marriage is a pain in the ass. You really have to work at it. And if you know you could just dissolve the marriage with no cost to you, then it's you're going to do it more often, are you not? Because it's easy. You don't lose anything. It's that before it used to be fault, not no fault. They came up with no fault marriage. First of all, again, they have no, except for the courts needing to dissolve a marriage just legally, and that just requires signatures. Uh, not even the court, really. I think two signatures on a contract with a notary public is all you need for a marriage license and a divorce. That's how legal documents are done. That's all it is. So why do we have the government involved in marriage? It 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 isn't working. Why is it when something doesn't work, we just keep doing it more? 
we need to rethink marriage, I guess. We need to rethink the constitutionality of what's going on. And we need to make it, no, no, there's no no fault marriage divorce. You don't get to cheat on me and get half my stuff. No, we go back to fault. You cheat on me, the marriage is dissolved. You get nothing. Sorry, broke your vows. That's breaking the contract. Just saying. Just make it so that you do something wrong in the marriage. You're going to get crushed in the divorce. It's not going to be 50-50. It's going to be 100% zero. The way it used to be. Uh, I, I can only imagine women push for no-fault divorce because I, I can't imagine men doing it. I guess it's possible. Men did, back in the day, cheat more than women because they had more access. They were working, the women would stay at home, you know, back in the day. But, you know, then there was the milkman always rings twice. So, just saying. I don't know why people just can't follow the Ten Commandments. It says, thou shalt not commit adultery. It does not say, thou shalt commit adultery and keep it quiet. Because I hate to break it to you. God sees all. And another, just another wonderful topic to discuss today. The illegal alien invasion report. But she has to push the button first. Let's get a grip on immigration in these great United States. It's high time that we limit their numbers. It's high time that we close up that gate. Now can't you see how we are rapidly becoming another third world fascist state? Let's get a grip on immigration in these great United States. Okay, thank you. Call Clang, Clang with the K.com. And of course, it means it's time for the illegal alien invasion report. Yes, very scary stuff. From CNSnews.com. Well, especially today, Brian. I'm glad we, that I p- picked this out. I didn't realize that the Supreme Court was going to do anything on uh, immigration when I did this. Oh, well, by the way, still about the Senate of the House. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that they're going to see the left for the juvenile delinquents they are. Unbelievable. They're not, e- they're not even grown men and women. They're stuck somewhere where they were getting swirlies in high school. So. Anyway, oh, you can't get over getting bullied. Now bullying's outlawed. Now kids can't bully at school, so they bully online. Guess what? It's part of a pecking order. It's important that every group has a pecking order. Learn from chickens. Once everybody settles into their place, the violence decreases. Because there's no confrontations anymore. You know who the guy in charge is. You know who his underlings are, the the lesser bullies. And uh, you know your place in it. Unless you decide to take on the bully and punch him square in the nose. Well, that was always my answer. But then again, I was big enough to be the bully. So I decided to be the bully of bullies. So, again, this is from CNS News. 
U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement underreported 13,288 criminal convictions of aliens who were pleased by the agency in 2014, according to new information released Tuesday by the House Judiciary Committee. Oh, wait, Susan and I didn't even tell you what the Senate was about, did we? It's about gun control. They want a gun control bill. They want to know why terror, why we want terrorists to have guns. Because in the bill, they want anyone on the no-fly list to, to not be able to buy a gun. They're just too stupid to realize that's illegal. So, uh, no, no bill, no. I don't know what they said. No bill, no closure I, I don't know they're just not gonna let oh they're not gonna let them recess i guess they're throwing a temper tantrum <clears throat> and someone's screaming out radical islam kill people not gods <laughs> and they just keep saying they just keep repeating over and over again no bill no i forget the word they is uh basically no bill and we're gonna keep you here until we get one that's what they said. Anyway, they're there as we speak now. You could probably go on CNN and see them. Or C-SPAN, probably. Although the Republicans turned off all the cameras and heat and everything at one point. I don't know. Well, suddenly, there's, suddenly there's video again. I guess they turned it back on. No, they're all, it's over. What? It's over. What do you mean? He was just playing it. I, they can't hear you. You're not even in the room. That's over? You mean they didn't even stay at sit in for two days? But that's ridiculous. Well, the Republicans wouldn't let them recess. They just got out cots, made them up, put it up. And then you know what happened? Once everyone realized they were going to have to sleep on those cots in the hallway, they decided, uh, we're going to, well, let's, let's bring it to a vote. <laughs> They're not in any, the majority of them are not in any way going to inconvenience themselves to that level. So, oh yeah. So did, all right, Susan, so since you know, and I didn't hear about it, <clears throat> how did they settle it? How did it end? You mean, you want me to talk about something, but then you no, don't tell me I, how it ends? I didn't want you to talk about you this it at up. all. You brought it up. <laughs> yeah, because you said, no, we're going to talk about this. Well, again. <laughs> and I'm afraid to go on the internet oh, and find out. Go. You should have done it beforehand. Well, I didn't know. You just told me before the show you wanted to talk about it because you heard it on Hannity. Right. So you should have just got on it and found it. <sighs> yeah, Hannity was in the background for a while. And I just, you know. I like the the recordings he was playing. All right, so he was all, where were we? We're in illegal immigration, that's right. Oh, I love this, too. This John Lewis says it's okay to break house rules to uphold a greater law, a moral law. These oh, no, the greater law is law. the Constitution, not moral law. There is no such thing as moral law. All law should be moral. By just it's just it's law it's not it's not it's not an entity well what happened then? i can't do it right now it already went orange when i started really yep oh 
We but we had all that speed. We should have plenty. Know, I know it didn't. It went orange immediately. Did you flip and look at the graph? I did. It was twenty-two. Graph. I did. No. When I had it up, no. That upload said twenty-two. It's fifty-two. Now it is because I turned it off. Your glass is fifty-two. I turned it off. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> I'm looking at the graph. If it didn't go down, I did. There's the graph. Right. There's no dip. Now we're moving along. Back to illegal immigration and not to stop teaching you on air how to do your job. We're going on 10 years, Susan. Come on. The Obama's administration's record of releasing criminal aliens has gone from bad to worse. Committee Chairman Bob Goodlatte, Republican Virginia, said in a statement, adding that there's no excuse for this large discrepancy. Oh, we already know that the Obama administration's refusal to detain and remove tens of thousands of criminal aliens poses dangers to American communities and the rule of law. And now we know that the administration has not been straightforward with Congress about how hazardous its policies truly are, Goodlatte said. And this guy is no conservative, so I'm just saying. In April 2015, ICE reported that in fiscal year 2014, it released 30,558 criminal aliens who were convicted of 79,059 crimes, including 86 homicides, 186 kidnappings, 373 sexual assaults, 1,346 convictions for domestic violence, 1,589 weapons violations, 2,372 assaults, and 13,636 drunk driving offenses. However, in April 2016, in response to a Freedom of Information Act request by the Immigration Reform Law Institute, IRLI, it's a new one on me, I supported that those same 30,588 criminal aliens had actually been convicted of 92,347 crimes in 2014, 13,288 more convictions than ICE reported last year. I'm sorry, the first number was bad enough for me. I don't know why they bothered. <laughs> it, it, it's only 13,000 difference. I mean, either way, it's bad. Really, they thought just taking 13 off the top was okay? I do like they chose the number 13. What is particularly troubling is that the data provided by IRLI was captured by ICE in March 2015, prior to ICE representing to the committee that these criminal aliens only had only. They, they can actually write this down, only. Someone said that. Only 79,059 convictions. Only? And... and that's bad enough. I, I don't know about it, but I don't think 79,000 convictions of, by people that are here illegally is a good thing. Let's be, let's be real clear. They're all criminals. They're here illegally. They broke the law. Most of them broke the law more than once, and that's a felony. But now there's 79,000 other, and now we find out, oh, no, it's 92,000. I don't see the difference. I'm sorry. I, I, maybe it's just me, or maybe it only means something to some statistician in Washington somewhere. I, I really don't know. But one thing is for sure, 
They're lying to you every day. And I, I've been saying that on and on. They lie to you about unemployment. They lie to you about the economy. They lie to you about the debt. They lie to you about deficit spending. They lie to you about, uh, lies to you about everything. Basically, he just lies. The only more only scarier person than this guy is Hitler. <laughs> really nice. So uh, anyway, <laughs> Goodlatte wrote in a twenty first June twenty first letter to Homeland Security Secretary Jay Johnson demanding more transparency. Despite subsequent appearances before congressional committees, neither you nor the ICE director has ever attempted to correct this troubling underreporting of criminal activity to Congress. The letter. The letter continued. According to the latest figures, ICE underreported 17% of criminal aliens to 14, uh, 2014 convictions for homicide, robbery 22%, sexual assault 27%, and driving under the influence 10%, among others, the chairman stated. This disparity demonstrates that these criminal aliens are even more of a threat to public safety than ICE represented to the committee. And it raises serious questions about whether ICE knowingly misled Congress and the American public concerning the true extent of their danger. Good luck. Continue. Okay, now, but look, Brian, 2014, these guys have been out running around for two years. Then they sent more Correct. out to 2015 and more out in a year. So that's double in three years. But they're, they're coming every day. There's a steady stream coming every day. I know. We've reported on that. It, there's no way to know how many are in this country or how many are going to end up in this country. But I can tell you this. There's too many of them, and we're going to end up having the weirdest civil war in the land. I mean, nobody's ever had a civil war with illegal aliens. You know, but you know what? We <laughs> might have to because they're going to try and take over when they have enough people. They're a lot like, they're a lot like the muzzies that way. You know, and listening to Caesar up there today about the Supreme Court decision, they are still, Brian, these There probs, was no decision. But, okay, well, you can explain first, it to the first folks, because I got first there were, First, it's an opinion. We don't use the word decision on the show, because they're not supposed to decide squat for most of everything they hear. Uh, there are some they still hear within their jurisdiction, but it's a, it's a minor part of what they do. Most of what they do is uh, being the appellate for all the state Supreme Courts, which is not their job. Unless it's in their jurisdiction, Article 3, Section 2, it is not, they, they cannot be the appellate of the state courts, no. And, ne and never, by the way, is, is the federal lower courts in any way, shape, or form supposed to be an appellate to the Supreme Court of the state. I'm sorry, that's not what the Constitution states. And it's a good time to take a break. So this is Young Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. The path to restoring our republic was laid down by our founding fathers. The principles of freedom, liberty, personal responsibility, and limited government are conservative ideals we will never abandon. America is listening. Grassroots. Common sense. Conservative talk radio. It's on the internet. Tune in now. Red State Talk Radio. Featuring some of the most popular internet talk show hosts in America today. Are you listening? RedStateTalkRadio.com. What is term life insurance? 
It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. You hear the headlines. You know health insurance is a real mess right now. Premiums have skyrocketed, and in most cases, you're stuck with your plan until open enrollment. But there's a government rule that allows you to qualify for lower health insurance rates if your life has changed. That means if you've changed jobs, if you're having a child, if you're getting married, if you're getting divorced, even if you run a small business or you're self-employed, this law may qualify you to get lower health insurance rates. Call the the health insurance hotline today. Learn how this 10-minute call can help you get lower health insurance rates. This is a free service to help consumers learn the laws to help them qualify for lower health insurance rates. So call right now to learn more. 800-296-1140. 800-296-1140. 800-296-1140. That's 800-296-1140. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 
And we shall continue with the illegal alien invasion report. Well, what I was was trying to bring out before the break was this magic number that no one ever is going to get away from. You can't deport 11 million. Are you freaking kidding me? It was 11 million like 10 years ago. How can Caesar with a straight face say that when he knows how many people he's been bringing in? And yes, I'm very... And he wants more to come. And I am very versed in this. I used to be the president of the Coalition Against Illegal Immigration and the founder. Well, no, after after we won, there, there, there was nothing to fight anymore, and so the bloggers kind of broke up because they were all conservative bloggers. You know how hard it is to keep conservative bloggers focused on something? I don't a collective project it's just not in their genes so as soon as it was over they were gone and i i know for a fact i can't dip back into that well so i have to come up with a new, a new plan right yep i don't know anyway where were we we're in uh fox news no didn't you do the the last two paragraphs you didn't do um, are we concerned to say No, I did that one. But I didn't do the last one. Well, then why did you, why didn't you wait till I did the last paragraph? Secretary Johnson and ICE Director Sari Saldana owe the American public answers about why ICE was not forthcoming about this information. And I intend to pursue this matter until we get answers. Good luck, today. You no, know, I'm so tired of this, Brian. These people should be behind bars. All of these people well, should be impeached. Every everybody should be made to swear in before giving a statement before Congress. And that if they lie, then they're gonna that's perjury and you go to jail. Simple. Just keep doing that to people and I and you'll have no problem with people cooperating with you. They have to see there's a downside to their dishonest behavior. The whole everybody's dishonest now. These kids are taught to be dishonest. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, uh, from Fox News, a U.S. immigration official blamed in a federal report for barring law enforcement agents from a suspect in the San Bernardino terror attack has been nominated for a prestigious agency award. But her bosses in Washington refused to say what she did to earn consideration. What? How? Why can't they? How can they give out an award without saying why they're given the award? I've gotten a lot of medals and awards by in my life, and it's always been stated what it was for. It was never just like, "Hey, you you won this medal." No. Yeah, because the, what they're going to do is what all these agencies have decided <clears throat> is their new uh, 
way of dealing with the public and giving information. They'll just tell you to go get a FOIA, and it'll take about three years. No, they won't say that. They would never say that, and you will not get a FOIA response ever. You are not an organization no, no. to take them to court. That's the organization's <laughs> asking them how they can give heart. Hey, there's no war. reading ahead. There's no talking ahead. Stop it now. You wait till I get to it, like everybody else. <clears throat> Irene Martin heads the San Bernardino U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services Office, where last December she allegedly blocked five armed Department of Homeland Security agents from the man authorities say supplied the firepower in the deadly attack a day earlier. Although an Inspector General's report found she acted improperly, and then lied to investigators. Foxnews.com has learned she has been nominated for the Secretary's Award for Value because that is a better optic than the truth. Just like, uh, just what's the one's name that sat in the bus? Rosa Parks. Mm -hmm. She was a. She was at a. Actually, she was actually a activist. Heavily involved in the movement. She was not just a random person. And this was planned on. This was planned by the group to do this. And they chose her because, well, she's young and innocent, right? Who's going to, what, are you going to hit her or something? you going to manhandle her? See? And they were right. It worked. But that's not a very good story. The story has to remain that she was just a regular person and she had enough and she was making a statement. No, nope. she was making a statement, all right, but they were part of the front for the organization, not for herself. But again, it's not a good story. The Secretary's Award for Valor. For doing what? For turning away, I don't get it, turning away their own people. That, they're going to give her a medal for turning away her own people from talking to the guy who supplied. The ammunition, I guess, right? Firearms. Oh, you supplied the firearms? Yep. Oh. Well, why couldn't they talk to him? How was he supposed to know? He ran the Knicks check. He cleared. It's not his problem. Why was he hiding? And how did she get a medal for protecting him from the authorities? Isn't that a crime? I'm confused. They said she 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 was wrong. But they're giving her a medal. And what's with this new thing is... Cutting off the bottom of the fonts. To give Irene Martin an award for valor is insulting to all the prior awardees. The agents and officers who truly displayed valor and risked their lives to save somebody else, said Jessica Vaughn, Director of Policy Studies for the Center for Immigration Studies, a Washington-based research institute. Uh, that's right. That's what display of valor. She didn't risk her life. It was They didn't threaten to kill her. Never she was talking to... She was talking to government employees. They weren't going to kill her. They weren't going to arrest her. They weren't going to do anything to her. So she risked nothing. Except she should have gone to jail. They're giving her a reward for being a good little prog, just like they're giving Killary a, a way out. She should be in jail as she well. She has no way out. They aren't, they're not trying. They're not trying to put her in jail, Susan. They're just not. Or she'd already be there. This is unbelievable, the country we live in. I Nobody see. believes in law anymore, except well, against us conservatives. The Demo Democrats are in charge of all the levers up there. 
They own the Justice Department. Oh, excuse me, the Injustice Department. Uh, so who, who's going to go after her? It has to be the Attorney General. The Attorney General is a prog and, and part of the whole Chicago mob. She also should be in jail. They all should be in jail. Every last one of them. And they should certainly be fired. They should be unemployed. And they, we'll stop counting them when we stop sending them checks. Okay? How's that sound? Or since they don't exist anymore, maybe we should uh, hold a court and give them what they deserve. The blah, blah, blah. Policy Center. Department of Homeland Security officials, Homeland Insecurity officials, declined to say what Martin did to merit consideration for the award, which is described as the highest departmental recommendation for extraordinary acts of valor by an employee or group occurring while on or off duty and is reserved for those who have demonstrated extraordinary courage in a highly dangerous life-threatening situation or emergency under extreme stress and involving a specific act of valor such as saving another person's life or property well she didn't do any of that Past Valor Award recipients include government employees who have saved people from burning cars, sinking ships, weapon-wielding assailants. FoxNews.com was told the information could only be released in response to a Freedom of Information Act request, which has been lodged. No, they don't have to have a FOIA to respond to a question. That's a lie. FOIA makes them answer the question. And obviously, they didn't write that law properly because they do. They still don't comply with FOIA requests. And that's why I'm saying, if I was to do a FOIA request, and I'm not going to bother to prove it, if I did a FOIA request about something important, they would ignore it. And I would have no recourse. I don't have the money to hire an attorney to go to court. And like the Pacific Legal Foundation, stuff like that. That's the people who can write the foyers and, you know, Mark Levin's type. They, they can actually make them comply with foyers because they have the resources. So if you want a foyer about anything, I suggest you ask Mark if he would file it for you. Well, he's got a whole legal foundation at his disposal. Martin was blamed for touching off a turf war that came to light when whistleblowers told Senate Homeland Security Chairman Ron Johnson, Republican of Wisconsin, about the tense December 3, 2015 incident. It came a day after Tashfin Malik and Saeed Farouk killed 14 and wounded 22 in the terror attack. Authorities believe Enrique Marquez, who had an appointment with Martin's staff when the authorities showed up, gave them the guns used in the attack. The potential award for Martin was announced on a conference call from high-ranking USCIS officials in Washington, D.C. During Why do people just call that Washington? Washington is a state. It's the district or the District of Columbia, not Washington. Officials in the district during a staff meeting held at the San Bernardino office where Martin was also present, sources told FoxNews.com. The USCIS and the agents who had been sent to detain Marquez are part of the Department of Homeland Security. The nomination for Martin's superiors was stunning to staff members 
because it was announced just days after a June the 1st DHS Inspector General's report found Martin improperly hindered the work of five armed agents on site just 24 hours after the attack. Johnson held two Senate hearings about the incident in May and requested that the Inspector General's investigation. That's what it says. I'm not fixing them anymore. The report noted DHS agents were sent to the USCIS building to arrest Marquis, who authorities were frantically trying to track down the day after terror attack at an office Christmas party. I remember that one. Marquez, it turned out, had not shown up for his scheduled appointment at the USCIS building. But Martin kept agents waiting 30 minutes before meeting with them and another hour before she turned over the USCIS file on Marquez. Marquez was eventually arrested and is being held on charges related to supplying the guns as well as marriage fraud. I hate to break it to you. Uh, she's a criminal. She aided and abetted a criminal. Right after a criminal act. That is a crime. Why is she getting a medal? Oh, I know why. Because criminals, like everybody up there in the administration, being a good criminal and, and standing up against authorities is all they care about, right? So she's a good criminal. She gets awards. Inside out, upside down world. Martin also lied to the Inspector General's investigators, according to the June 6th report, about her role in what has been characterized as a turf battle. Lying to federal investigators is a felony. Why can I lie to a cop and not to an FBI agent? Who not he a cop just for the federal, for the national government? He's just a cop. Why, why do I have an obligation to answer his questions truthfully? I, I really don't understand that it should be the same for all, all peace officers. Because that has to be a peace officer power. Even for the feds. I I don't I, I just want a uniform. I don't care if it's guilt. You're guilty if you lie to all law enforcement, or you're not guilty if you lie to law enforcement. They don't get any special powers. I'm sorry, no way. My answer to you is: any time a Fed asks you a question, say lawyer, and nothing else. When he keeps repeating it, just keep repeating lawyer. If he keeps going, he's going to get himself jammed up. So just say lawyer. See, but this is where we have put placed the federal government above everybody else. The FBI originally was nothing more than an advisory role when asked for help by a local law enforcement. They didn't have badges, they didn't have guns, they didn't need them, but they wanted them. At least the little man in charge did. And so he made sure he turned it into a police force. You're bringing up a really good point because they have two shows criminal intent which is part of the fbi right yeah and they go after serial killers they're behavioralists with the okay. fbi right now in criminal intent they always bring up that they can't Wait, criminal, criminal intent yeah you sure that's the one you're talking about no what am i no, talking about you know <laughs> criminal minds there you, there go. you go so in criminal minds criminal intent is with the, the crazy guy we like <laughs> D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. 
That's, you know, I'm so sick of listening and watching freaking cop shows. But anyway, there's, there's nothing, nothing else to watch, on, really, except for crappy shows that the left puts up there with homosexuals and de just, just degenerate stuff. I'm sorry. I'm hashtag hater, buddy. I just I hate homosexuals because of what the radicals have done to this country and for the demands they make upon the citizens. Shut up and go away. You're a freak of nature. Be quiet. Seek help. Anyway, getting back See, to the FBI. I told you, I love homosexuals. I want them to seek help. I hate homosexual activists. I'm a, I see, I hate, I know I'm not supposed to hate anything. Oh, love, love, love. Horse crap. I hate. Hate's a thing. If hate wasn't a thing, we wouldn't have a word for it. So going back to the FBI real quick with Criminal Minds. In that show, they say all the time that we cannot go into a local. Uh, unless requested. Unless requested. They still have the, that role, at least for the behavioralist. If there's a, but if there's a federal crime. They don't have to ask. Okay, but what they're doing... I'm talking about the regular fiat, not the behavioralists. Right. Now, the other... behaviorists have to be asked because if they're don't, if they not going to listen to them, there's no point to it. I mean, it's a lot of money to fly, fly a team to where the, the local law enforcement to help them out. Yeah, I love that they fly on those fancy jets, too. That you have to get there and you have to get there fast, and I don't have a problem with it if it's within the jurisdiction of their job. That's fine. I, I mean, except the FBI you got to do what's necessary. It's unconstitutional. No, not not if they are just doing it as part of the. They should be part of the Justice Department, which they are, the Injustice Department. Um, as long as it's that, and they're not law enforcement. See, I have a, I'm against the law enforcement because now they have to. Someone has to enforce federal laws. Which ones? All the constitu unconstitutional ones? Which is oh, 90% of them at least up there? We're, really? We don't, no, we don't need anybody to enforce those laws because they're not enforceable. Sorry, if it's unconstitutional, it doesn't exist. It's void. It's unenforceable. And all those federal laws are. FBI has the power it has, though, whether, we t whether they're supposed to or not. And there's nothing you're going to do about it, just so you know. Except to take back your state from the ground up with like-minded people that understand limited government and the Constitution, reassert your constitutional sovereignty, kick all the feds out that don't belong there, take all the federal lands back that they shouldn't, they never requested to take and in the first place. And in the Antiquities Act, I read it. They have to request the from the state legislature and they have to pay for the land. They never did any of that. They never did anything. So the, these lands revert back to the state. They're not allowed to own parks. They're allowed to own forts, magazines, and other needful buildings. 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 Not, not land. parks. Not parks. Buildings. Not land. Buildings. The land to build a building on? Yeah. But it has to be a needful building. Okay, getting back to that. That's why there's so much confusion over what to do with these buildings idiots that you don't understand on the east coast because they're all out here in the west we have blm lands forest service lands state lands and there's different law enforcement you have to deal with different idiots in each each different land and all the lands just belong to the state and the state will decide whether it wants to create a park because we the people will tell them because we control them now 
whether they're going to make parks out of it or we're going to make some parks out of it and other things, but it's not going to be closed to vehicle traffic. There'll be roads. Uh, you can ride under roads. It's fine. If the road's there, it's there. Anyway, a lot of places, you know, they cut the locks on those gates and locals. They throw it open. They go anywhere. Getting back to the, we're getting in the weeds now, but <laughs> I did want to bring up the well, FBI yeah, thing. It just brings up the whole, they don't understand. I, I can't find a way to make people back east to understand what is going on out here with these feds because they don't have them. Most of the eastern states don't have any federal land. They have state land, state parks, not federal. So they don't understand what the feds do with us. And uh, it, it's different. there's different feds that do different things. And then we have the state that does it to us too. Fish and wildlife. Go, go to Alaska and say fish and wildlife and see what happens. Well, isn't that Walk fed? into a bar, just go fish and wildlife. Isn't that feds, the fish and wildlife? No, that's state. Oh, oh and they're Nazis. So they have fish and wildlife fact. They know about that. So imagine fish and wildlife with federal, not state, they're federal powers. And they it, all these lands, 50% of, of all the country's land mass is owned by the feds. Did you know that? 50% is over, and it's all out in the West. Poor Utah. I think they took two-thirds of the country, the state. Country, same thing. Should be. Uh, that should, there's no way they're allowed to do that. And by the way, Teddy Roosevelt, who came up with the Antiquities Act, is a progressive. Not a conservative. He was a progressive. There were progressive Republicans back then. Amazing, isn't it? Progressivism and the public platform never go together. How could that happen? But it did. Until when he had to run for re-election, they said no. And it kicked him out of the party. And he ran anyway. He created the Bull Moose Party, which, if you look up, is a progressive party. Progressive meaning elitist, socialist. Okay, back to uh, the devil that is the national government. So they're fighting amongst themselves. Yeah, there's been a lot of infighting going on for quite a while because Obamadis is a radical. The people that he put in positions of power, they're radicals. They're real radicals. Not like Muslims. Muslims are just Muslim. Islam is radical. There's no reason to put another word with it. It's Islam. It's evil. Evil. Forget radical. Evil. Say it with me. Evil. But I got to go to a break. So, Quap Radio Show, you stay tuned because we'll be right back. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with one another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitles them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Read the Declaration of Independence. It's an old document that never grows old. This has been a public service announcement from the Uncooperative Radio Show. Are you a city-dwelling liberal who loves the environment? 
Do you cry every night because you feel that global warming will destroy the earth by the time you wake up? Is your only goal in life to smash the George Bush and Dick Cheney evil oil empire? And is Al Gore your arch magi of all that is green? Then do we have a solution for you? Yes, liberals, here's your chance to do your part to change America from a freedom-loving republic to a communist socialist paradise. Just walk, bike, or drive your carbon-graded vehicle to the uncooperative moped dealership. We carry an assortment of diverse and politically correct mopeds in every style and color, liberal smell not included. Our dealership knows the importance of stopping global warming and defeating the warmongering conservative from taking over the world by getting rid of all the cars, SUVs, light trucks and pickup trucks, and soccer mom vans from our city streets. So drive your patchouli-loving ass out of the gas-guzzling, environmentally-destroying, mechanically-driven device today and onto one of our fully-loaded mopeds. Al Gore will be glad you did. I don't know if this is a good idea, son. Using funk. But, Dad, we gotta reach out to our face somehow. Besides, I love James Brown. <laughs> what will your mother think? The border goes from coast to coast. Easy to get into here. We got intercontinental overload. Just slip under the fence. It don't make any sense when there's no documentation. That's too far. And somehow or some way we're gonna find out who you are. Sneaking in America. Trying to hide from immigration. Sneaking in America. Across the land. Across the nation. Sneaking in America. If you're in the country illegally, you are entitled to a well-prepared and frankly delicious ham sandwich, followed by a helpful boot in the ass to assist you in exiting the country. As always, a fizzy soda of your choice is optional. Do you know a soldier in need of an angel? Would you like to be an angel to a soldier in need? Then you should visit www.soldiersangels.org. Since 2003, Soldiers Angels has supported thousands of American service members stationed wherever we raise our country's flag, and the number is growing daily. They also work with our wounded soldiers, giving them backpacks filled with needed items, personal visits, phone calls, etc. Additionally, they send our thanks via letters and email to the military of Great Britain, Poland, and Australia, who serve by our soldiers' side in Iraq. Soldiers Angels are dedicated to ensuring that our military know they are loved and supported during and after their deployment into harm's way. So sign up to be an angel today, or send an angel to a soldier in need. Visit www.soldiersangels.org. This has been a public service announcement from the Uncooperative Radio Show. I have found that a certain type that calls himself a liberal, I always thought I was a liberal. <laughs> I came up terribly surprised one time when I found that I was a right-wing conservative <laughs> extremist. When I have listened to everybody's point of view, 
that I ever met and then decide how I should feel I mean but these this so-called new liberal group uh, Jesus they never they never listen to your point of view and they make a decision as to what you think and uh, they're articulate enough and in control of enough of the press to force that uh, uh, image out for the average person. Corporate radio show. This is beyond the talking pale. about the national evil that it exists. It oozes with evil. It does. You can see it just coming out of their. Pores. Oh, wait till you see the story I have for the next show. <laughs> I found an old. Well, I'm not going to give it away. Anyway, I wanted to ask you one last time about the shows, because we're talking about the federal government and the evilness and how they overreach, and the the criminal minds. The regular criminal minds that do say they have to have the permission of the locals to come in. But in the new show, Criminal Minds Beyond Borders, they just go in because they always end up... Oh, no, if it, because they're going in because of an American citizen. So they've got the U.S. government behind them. Yeah, but now we're going into other people's governments and telling well, them what to do. No, no, only when they're arresting our people. And then their job is to make sure that they arrested the right person. No, no. In, well, that's the regular yeah. FBI, but with the criminal, the behavioralists no, going in. I just told you, no. That's I not told... arresting. That's them getting killed or kidnapped. You're not, you're not listening. Beyond yeah. borders. I know beyond borders. Yes, no. If you arrest them for a crime, same thing. They go investigate. And if it involves a U.S. citizen, they investigate because they don't trust the other governments to do what's right. Yeah, but that's not right, Brian. Sure it is. They do the same thing with their citizens over here. Do they? Yes. I had no idea. If they want to, they can. I don't know if they do. If they want to, they can. But that, they know they're not going to be able to investigate better than we do. That's why they ask the FBI to, and then, get this, the New York City police to go around teaching foreign governments how to do law enforcement. And also, they don't have to pay for it. We are paying for it. Oh, no, no, no. They They do pay for it. I don't know that they pay for the full cost, but I do know they pay. And at any rate, uh, well, they pay one way or another, tick for tat. You know how that works. But, I, I, you know, I, I don't really like that. But if it's just the behavioralists, that's not so bad. Like, I thought I was going to hate the show because it's just going to be law enforcement overstepping their bounds. Well, but they're not there as a law enforcement component. They're there as investigators. They're there as profilers. Yeah, they've done a couple of dings, and you've got a little bit upset with Gary Sinise. I am upset with Gary Sinise for doing this, because they're, they're doing a lot of things that like aren't right. Like saying how Muslims are so great. Yeah, he should know better than that. He works with the troops, for and, goodness sake. I know, he should know better than that. But, you know, again, I don't know really where he stands on anything. He's a, he, He's an actor. I shouldn't even know his political anything about him. I know. He's an I actor. Know. I don't want to know where he was born. I don't want to know his parents. I don't even want you to say his name while I'm watching the show with him in it. <laughs> he is not Gary Sidis. He is whatever the character is at that time. It drives him crazy when we do when I do this. 
He really, he's like, he's just an actor. She's just an actress. She's just acting. <laughs> I know, I can't take these kids obsessed with pop culture. The, the stupidest thing you could be obsessed with, pop culture. Even just the sound of it. I, man, they're so screwed up. But yes, it's our fault. That doesn't mean you can't fix yourself. Well, nobody can fix you but you. That's something I learned a long time ago. So it, maybe you should rethink your little stats out there, millennials. And I can tell you one thing. Bigger government gives you bigger problems, not smaller. Stop asking for government. That is a non-starter. We have too much government now, and you want more. No. Take care of yourself. You should be able to take care of yourself and take care of your family and your extended family. I'm sitting here killing mosquitoes. You wouldn't think we have a mosquito problem at 7,000 feet, would you? We don't have worms. <laughs> it bugs me we don't have worms. I wanted a worm farm. I did. They don't let, they, they can't be, I had to put them in a heating building in, in tanks. I can't I have them in the ground because they'll die. Because the ground freezes to like nine feet around here. Well, it used to. I don't think it's doing it right now, but it'll do it again. I'd say it's probably down six feet, though. So I, I would say uh, I think that's it for for the creepy crawlies. They they won't ma make it through the winter, I guess. But that's okay. One day I'll have a heated building with my rabbits in it and the rabbit poop going down into the bed of worms, and then I'll take the worms down to the interstate and sell them. Or maybe I'll eat. Maybe I'll do something easier, like find a sh uh, fishing store or, or something that wants worms, and I'll just give it to them. Not give it, you know, sell it to them, and then they can sell it. And that's that's how the world works. Um, but yeah, it, it it did really it made it made me go, man, no worms. How do you garden without worms? I don't, I don't know what turns things. In, I mean, what turns stuff in dirt let's say you put vegetable matter in there what turns that what what eats that it, it's worms where i come from i i haven't found out yet what it is up here it's very hard to find information about what's up here which is why we do what we do at the center we're trying to l learn more about up here and inform everybody of what it what it's like to live up here uh also working on agricultural projects and such i also have i also want to make uh Wind generators, it, the uh, ones that stand vertical right now, access. Right now, the only generator. thing that you've been doing, unfortunately, is fixing things. Well, be between all the all the crap, I have to be on customer service and tech support and the post office and fixing the internet and fixing the computers. And uh, it, this has been a real horrible year. I was hoping for a better year. Nah, this is worst year yet. I haven't been able to do anything. Well, I fixed the Land Rover partly. Partly, yeah, partly, because I don't have the money for all the parts to fix it totally. Uh, it's going to take time, especially for the corroded floorboard I just found. Yes, yeah, bad thing about aluminum. If you mix aluminum and steel, you should put something between them. And for some reason, Land Rover doesn't understand this. And when it does start to corrode, and yes, aluminum corrodes, it doesn't rust, it corrodes. And it mix it, it starts corroding, and the steel starts corroding. They actually corrode at a faster rate than if it was just steel and or aluminum. 
So yeah, there's a, there's a hole in my floor, right up in the corner. So it's going to be a uh, welding job, and that's going to be for somebody else. I don't know welding that well. My hands not steady enough, and that's going to be for an expensive welder. You got to TIG weld that to fix it. So we'll see. We'll see who I work with and what we decide to do with it. Uh, of course, it's when I can afford it. I'm used to vehicles that rust. Every vehicle I rode on was rust buckets. I lived in the Northeast, salt roads, everything. It's the weird thing is, lately, going back there, I didn't see any rust buckets on the street at all. Not on the highway, not on the street. They're all you know newer model cars. I'm like, wow, when I grew up, very few people could afford a new car. Everybody drove old rust buckets. Everybody. And they were everywhere, everywhere driving around the streets, and all of a sudden they're gone. You know why? Credit. Everybody gets all this credit. You couldn't get you couldn't get a car as easily as you can today back then. They, it's very difficult. Most people had to pay cash, full price, but that's the way they worked. It. You know, you've went through three rabbit holes right now. Are you go are you in Alice in Wonderland? <laughs> yeah, I think I am. I think I'm mentally drained is what it is. I'm a little tired. <laughs> so get back to the story. We concluded that the USCIS field office director at the San Bernardino office improperly delayed agents from conducting a lawful and routine law enforcement action, the report stated. We have also concluded that the field office director was not candid with OIG investigators during her interview. Okay, now they're wanting to bring all these Somalian pieces of crap into the country, right? And they swear to God, they're going to be able to vet them. This woman can't even do her own job. That wasn't her job. That was a citizen's job to comply with the lawful directives of a peace officer, in this case, Fed. Arlene Morales, spokesman for DHS Inspector General, would not confirm whether his agency had made a potential criminal referral involving Martin's testimony to the U.S. Department of Justice, saying the Inspector General does not discuss any ongoing work. She is a U.S. immigration official. That's who Martin is. Right. Right. So she's she's blocking people from it, finding people that she's supposed to be in charge of. No, and no, they're no. Gonna, yes. No, no. She is a U.S. immigration official. I, I understand that, but the guy she was supposedly hiding wasn't even there, and he's he's not a legal alien. He's a he's a suspect in the shooting of supplying the what the guns, that remember, boy, she, you say my I you say my memory is bad, but I I don't know. No, you don't. Vaughn, yes, I do. Vaughn suspects the award could be a further politicization of the December third incident which left DHS law enforcement officials furious and at a disadvantage as they tried to close in on any accomplices to the December 2nd terror attack. See, they won't even arrest these the other bureaucrats. That She should have been arrested, and that would have been the end of the problem. Take take her down, interrogate her, find out where the guy, what's going on with the guy, where the guy is, whatever the case may be. You, you just, oh, someone, since when did the FBI ever take no for an answer? Ever. I mean, she heads the San Bernardino U.S. Citizenship and Immigration She Service. should be fired. She should lose her so job. So the guy that they were looking for has to be an immigrant. Otherwise, why would they go to her to get him? He's, he, immigrants aren't 
I don't have guns in doors last time I checked. He doesn't have a gun store. Well, he sold guns, so he had to be a gun dealer, he right? He supplied the guns. Okay, he supplied the guns. He, From where? They're still looking into it. They still don't even know all this crap. <sighs> it, it, they believe Enrique Marquez, who had an appointment with Martin Staff. Maybe she. Maybe it is an he, immigrant. He is. But, yeah, because he had an appointment. Yeah, he is. Oh, this guy's in bigger trouble than just being a gun dealer. I thought he went to a gun dealer again. No, 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 no. No, they have never said that. They said the way they left to I know they went and bought it at a gun dealer and then he wanted to get bulk ammunition and No, no, that's the one from Orlando, not San Bernardino. They're all running together. Is that horrible though, Brian? They're all running together. What happened in San Bernardino? I don't I can't I don't remember it. San Bernardino is when the husband and wife went in and shot fourteen people. They were... Oh, right, right. I remember that. He now. married yeah, yeah. her. She was from Pakistan. I don't even care where she's from. Fuzzy Muzzy Land. I, I don't really need to hear the whole story. It was. It's illegal aliens. I get it. It's all illegal. Everything we're talking about is illegal. There you go. But, but you, getting... Uh, I don't know why she would get a medal for not taking the FBI. Unless, the, unless because he was an immigrant, maybe even an illegal immigrant. I don't know. Um... But he's why would he have importments with immigration if he was illegal? I don't get it. But he didn't show up, so maybe that's it. That's usually what happened. Yeah, but she she blocked them from finding. Yeah, so him. I'm thinking now that's the thing. She stood up against authorities protecting a person that's here. So she gets a medal of illegally or legally, whichever it doesn't matter. They're immigrants. Uh, so she gets a medal of valor. Right, because that's what's supposed to happen. We can't. We got to love the illegal aliens to death. We have to love every immigrant to death. Right. That's no, right, but that's, especially that's brown good. people and illegal brown people. That's really good that you figured that out. I would have never figured it out. It, that's why she's. It getting took a my medal. subconscious a little while. So she's getting a medal to standing up to authorities to protect brown people. And possibly brown people here illegally, but either way, an immigrant, not a citizen. Yes. Wow. Holy cow. That is so disgusting. It is beyond belief. Inside down, upside down world. Inside out. That's what I said. You said inside down. Did I? Yeah. Told you. My brain feels tired. <laughs> this is unbelievable. And we're, you know, oh my gosh, we're doomed. We're doomed. We're not doomed. Vaughn suspects the award could be further politicization of the December 3 incident, which left DHS law enforcement officials furious and at a disadvantage as they tried to close in on any accomplices to the December 2nd terror attack. That is thwarting law enforcement. That is a felony. It's a felony. In fact, it doesn't even have to be law enforcement. Any governmental employee... If you block them from doing their job, that's a federal crime. You can look it up. I know. I was a paramedic. I had to use it because I had people getting in my way. I had to call the police and have them arrested. Well, he's keeping me in my ambulance with a baseball bat. Threatening us with a baseball bat. So it's not my job to beat him up. I'll get in trouble. So call the cops. I could have took the bat away from him, but why? That's what the police are for. It's not my job.
I, I mean, I've been in the position. I have, I have uh, taken a firearm away from some pieces of crap, but I, I don't do it. I don't do it intentionally. It was just I, I acted, responded at the moment at the scene, and that was it. You know, what I mean, well, I, I would go out of my way to do that. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but you know, you get my way, you have violated federal statutes. You cannot stop me from getting to my patient. And I and that's just a paramedic in a ghetto. I mean, so you, you got to know that these are FBI. How the hell did they take no for an answer? What happened to the FBI? Why wasn't she arrested? I, I it boggles the mind. I they should she should be arrested. Instead, Irene Martin's nomination for this Valor Award is scandalous," said Vaughn. "It doesn't even make any sense," says me. She Except should... I told you what it is, so I made sense of it. But it, it's it, it, nobody should think this way. Inside out, upside down world. Uh, everything I everything I see happening right now is inside down and upside down. It's just amazing. Another another I, uh, tell that we're in the end times. All these things are inside out. Of the, all it's like the laws of nature have been changed. And look, all the evil that's coming out. And again, they want to bring in these pieces of crap Somalians. This guy's an immigrant. The other guy, what do you mean girl they want? Was... They're doing it right now, right this second. They're doing it. He's not talking about it. He is doing it through the executive branch, and he's not telling anybody anything about where he's placing them. Not even the mayors of the cities that they're putting there, or the governors of the state. He's not asking their permission. He's just doing it. Again, inside out, upside down world. The federal government kisses the state's backside, not the other way around. Isn't that inciting an invasion? You could say all kinds of things, but someone has to actually decide to take him to court. Just remove him from office. Well, that would be impeachment, and that would be a kind of court, and that would be good. I've been saying that since he started. Where's his impeachment? They don't have they don't have the incentive to impeach him. They're really both on the same side. That's why I keep saying circus and bread. Because that's what they're doing. It's a circus. You, you don't think Ryan really hates the Democrats, do you? Maybe the the really far left ones. But Paul Ryan is not a conservative. I I don't think he's ever claimed to be a conservative. So I don't know why everybody loves Paul Ryan. I mean, I didn't like his plan to eventually balance the budget in 10 years, but that would put us $10 trillion more in debt. So that'd be $30 trillion in debt by the time we could balance the budget. By that time, how much will the payments on $30 trillion be, and can we even make them anymore? Well, this is what Greece faced, and Spain, and Ireland, well, the EU is countries are facing you get to a point where you owe more than 100 percent of gdp that's the, that's where you go down and they didn't listen even to the Keynesian economics that warned them about that so obviously they're trying to destroy us well speaking of which didn't we hear a pundit today say that the uh britain is not going to 
looks like it's not going to exit. Don't listen because that that was nothing more than what they do over here, trying to discourage voters from showing up to the polls. They that's why they call things early before the anything's ever finalized. They just we're calling it, and you look at the percentage of people that are voted when they're calling it. It's ridiculous. It's like six percent. I'm sorry, you don't make you don't say stuff like that at six percent of votes. You got to wait till the votes are in. But they like to, it, they like to discourage voting. That's what they do. But you shouldn't be discouraged from voting. You should vote. Don't let them get the better of you. If you don't want to vote for president, vote for all the other things. Plus, I, I guarantee you, there'll be. There'll be local stuff you have to vote on. If you don't turn out to vote, you have no say in your local government. Yeah, just like when we do our ballots, our absentee ballots, they always, if you look, ladies and gentlemen, they always have like referendums on them or levies to vote on. Of course, we vote no on everything. <laughs> just like, no. No, you want to raise the property tax for it? No. Whatever it is, it's no. Already, already it's too high. There's Schools cost way too much money. Because they're not schools. They're not teaching them. They never intended to, by the way. They said that in 1826, that their their, their goal is to brainwash children, not teach them. That was the association's, Teachers Association president. In 1826. Yes, they had the union in 1826. Well, it wasn't a union. They called it an association. It's before unions. Which, again was a commie construct. As much as you say, oh, well, they needed it once upon a time because of all the corruption. No. Why do we, why every time there's something that the, a law enforcement is supposed to take care of and the government's supposed to take care of, we have to give up our liberty for it? No. Just say no to new laws. Just definitely say no to new taxes. I don't care how good a cause it is. Just say no until you get control of your state and those schools are no longer government run central with central government money that's a different story but until then you're just gonna have to embrace the suck we're gonna say the word states rights for some reason i don't use the term because every time you use states rights they say that was decided in the in the civil war um no was not settled in the Civil War. The Constitution settles everything. And states are sovereign and above the national government, not below it. Of course, states have rights. They have all the rights when you talk about central government versus state government. They have all the power, all the rights, and the national government is supposed to have squat I can't wait till we get back to it. There is nothing you can come up with that, except far, dealing with foreign entities that we need to have that government do. All those things, all those unconstitutional bureaucracies, ABC this and ABC that, gone. Gone. Just gone. Why? Because they don't have the power in the national government. This is a state power. And it's everything comes from the people. We give them power. They don't give us anything. They don't give us our rights. We we have all the rights. 
we gave them specific powers to do the job we told them to do. And they're not doing that job. They're doing everything else. From Christian Science Monitor, a Wyoming district judge has ruled that the court's responsibility is not to determine if fracking is good or bad for the environment, but to determine whether the Department of the Interior can legally regulate the practice. They can't legally regulate anything, so that should be an easy one there, Judge. But you're part of the circus, of course, so there you go. A U.S. District Judge in Cheyenne, Wyoming, ruled Tuesday in favor of state sovereignty when it comes to the regulation of hydraulic fracturing or fracking. Okay, a question. Actually, this will end up being spread by good judges and uh, expand it, and that would be good. Okay, because Except you the hate, bad judges are going to say no. You hate federal judges. You just you despise them. I, I, There's no reason for them. They, not that many of them. If you stick to what their job is. Now, is it his jurisdiction to hear this? To hear what? This case, because it's between the state and the federal government. What happens when there's a dispute between the federal government and the state and the Constitution? It goes straight to the Supreme Court. Directly to the Supreme Court. Do not pass go. Do not go through any other federal courts. Straight to the Supreme Court. Read it. It's in the Constitution. I, you know, I don't like giving you chapter and verse because then you turn to just that part. I like you to look through the Constitution every time you have to find something until you know it better. But you should have a pocket Constitution and check it all the time. You can get free ones over at, uh, what's that, Heritage? Yeah, Heritage Foundation. Last time when I got one, I had to really dig around for it, but th you know, it was there. there's another place that they're just starting to advertise. That, uh, next time I hear it on talk radio, I'll write it down. Did we ever find out if the information on Citizen Handbook was right? No. We have to do that. Because I don't think, well, I'll look. I don't think they have a telephone number. I think you have to go online and this internet. I think it has been... a telephone number. I don't think it has a way to go online. Okay, because I don't want to go online if I don't have to. <laughs> And I do have to tonight because I have to finish one of my articles <laughs> that are due. Yeah, and I got to download shows. Yeah. So anyway, so this this should not have been heard by this man. It should have gone, and, but they never do that, Brian. They I know. never. Well, because they set up the game, and we weren't paying attention and enforcing the law, and so now they're in control of the game. And the game. This is how it's structured. Now the now the lowly district federal district court judge who's not supposed to hear anything outside of Article 3, Section 2. That's the judiciary, Article 3. And yes, there, there's uh, mention of courts in, I think, Article 4. But the jurisdiction, Article 3, Section 2. Um, the decision centered on whether the Department of Interior's Bureau of Land Management has the authority to regulate the oil and gas extraction procedure in the state. The ruling marks another strike against President Caesar Barack Obama's hopes of controlling fossil fuel mining on federal land. On a federal level. Oh, on a federal level. Thank you. I got to do eye drops. All right, we got to go to a break. Young Cooperative Radio Show, stay tuned. Cause we'll be right back. <laughs> We are the socialists. You will be assimilated. You 
for individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-862-0336. That's 800-862-0336. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891 Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 
Welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio. I don't know. Show. Actually, and yes, this is the Uncooperative Radio Show on the Uncooperative Radio Station at uncooperativeradio.com. Oh, there's two, there's a new station. If you guys, I always talk about Patriots Pub, right? PatriotsPub.us, U.S. History, the Constitution, the Founding Fathers, just the facts, no politics. I've started uploading them to uncooperativeradio.com. So there's two shows there now. There's this show, and then there's the Patriots Pub. So if you are someone who's into Spreaker, like I'd rather you don't want to go to some other place, I'm cleaning them up, making them sound better, and I'm putting them up for you to peruse at your own but do start from episode one, or you'll miss the whole point of the project. It was to put everything in context, and it has to start where I started, or you won't get it. And thank you for the 97 listeners that have already downloaded them. Yeah, that's pretty. that was a lot. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That was fast. It was a couple of days. Yeah, and you only have a couple episodes, too. Yeah, no, it was like there's like four. Four, four of them up there. Yeah, I was going to put another one up today, but I got sidetracked with other problems. And yesterday I had to play mechanic. And I'm going to have to play mechanic again. Okay, back to this story. U.S. District Judge Scott Skavdal, who was appointed by Mr. Obama in 2011, said that it was not his court's role to determine whether fracking is a danger to the environment, but rather to determine if Congress had granted the Department of Interior the authority to regulate it. The ass, Oceated Press says. In his ruling, he found that Congress was not given that power to the federal agency and that any regulations need to be made by the states themselves. U.S. Representative Cynthia Loomis, Republican of Wyoming, told the AP that the ruling was a victory for states' rights, saying that her state and others already have careful and efficient regulation of fracturing. Colorado, North Dakota, Utah, and Wyoming all oppose the BML's rules. Okay, BMI. What's BML? BLM. Why is it? What's BML? Each of the states, as well as Utah-based Ute Indian tribe of the Unita, Uinta, and Coray, Oray, and energy industry groups. So the Uinta and Ore Indian tribes, along with the Utes. Wow. See what I mean? Three Indian tribes? That's more land they don't control. They filed briefs with Judge Savdal arguing for their rights. The rules opposed by the BML 
would have required developers to report the ingredients of the chemicals that they used in hydraulic fracturing. These chemicals are not used to increase a well's production of oil and gas and can be shot into the ground along with water and sand during the hydraulic fracturing process. So the chemicals are used to increase the well's production of oil. Neil Kirby, a spokesman for the Independent Petroleum Association of America, said Tuesday he is pleased with Savdell's decision, the AP reports. Now we're back to BLM, so I guess they got dyslexic there. BLM did not have the authority to issue its rule in the first place, Kirby told the AP. Today's decision demonstrates that BLM's efforts are not needed and that state are and have for over 60 years been in the best position to safely regulate hydraulic fracturing. Fracking is used at 90% of new land-based wells, according to reports last year. And while the Obama administration issued regulations of the practice in 2015, the question of whether the state or federal government would be monitoring and regulating the practice's effect on environment has remained a topic of contention. In a decision that seems out of sync with the one that was made in Cheyenne this week, a U.S. district court in Los Angeles ruled earlier this year that the federal government must stop granting approval for offshore oil fracking in California's Santa Barbara Channel. The ruling ordered that the Department of Interior's Bureau of Ocean Energy Management and Bureau of Safety and Environmental Enforcement, another unconstitutional, uh, I didn't even know this agency existed. There's a lot of them I don't know existed. We tried to go through them, there's too many. Most, so they must analyze the environmental impact of fracking before issuing any more licenses, reported Story Hinkley for the Christian Science Monitor. This one looks like it's going in the opposite direction. And now I have two questions for you. Number one, if the states were smart, they wouldn't even have to go to the damn courts. Just do whatever the hell they want and tell the federal government to pound sand. Well, I said you got to kick the federal government out of your state. But there isn't one state that we've taken back yet. You have to take it back all the way up to the governor. It just hasn't happened. Just because a Republican's a governor doesn't mean you've got a constitutional conservative limited government governor there. You don't know yet. We'll have to wait and see. But getting the right governor isn't the solution either because if it doesn't come from the ground up, it won't work. Because it's about everyone understanding what the Constitution is because they have to enforce it. That's the only way we'll get the Republic back. That's why education is what I do, not protest. I leave that to activists. The other question I have is water. And not water that's in the state, water that's surrounding each state. What jurisdiction, or do they even talk about that in the Constitution? Who is they in control not, of their water? Just, if it's within the state, the state. Right. But this is outside the state. This is on uh, offshore. This is offshore oil fracking. Who has control okay. of that? Again, within X amount of miles, it's owned by the state. 
but that wasn't in the Constitution, right? Anything not in the Constitution is left to, to the, the states, states and, and the people. people uh -huh. So if they didn't talk about it, who has the power? We do. Right. That's how the Constitution works. It doesn't grant us powers. And the Bill of Rights does not grant us power. Those those liberties are ours. It just tells the federal government, extra special and point blank, stay away from them. They, don't, they didn't listen. They pretty much uh, violated the whole Constitution. So this department has no, the stupid department of, what the heck is the name of it now? This the Bureau of Land Management was the first one. This is the Bureau of, look, this is all got to be part of the, the, law, the law of the sea treaty. Lost. That's been swimming around out there for a long time. And they're looking to get that one pushed through before Obama's is done. So they would actually take control of this. The UN. Oh, no, she let the chickens in. <laughs> but look at this. So oh, for this... those that, that want to know where the rooster is, he died. He passed away on June 6th. He had a heart attack while crowing. He just collapsed. It was over. I thought he would live longer, but he was looking kind of scraggly. Poor guy. Yeah, he's been through a lot. He's had fights with hawks and lots of hawks. Uh, weasels. Weasels. Yeah, the weasel. Black-tipped weasel. So this, now there's a, there's a BLM, there's the Department of Interior, there's the Forest Service. Good Lord. And this is the Department of Interior's Bureau of Ocean, Ocean Energy, Energy Management. Management. What the hell? And That's the Bureau of Safety and Environmental Enforcement. What the hell? I don't know. What do you, what do you, how do you enforce the environment? I mean, we also have the, the Bureau of Safety and Environment, and then we have the EPA also? Correct. This is outrageous. I know. And again, ocean energy and then management. And there's this power over the navigable water thing. Um, I can't remember now, but I don't think that was in the Constitution. I think they just passed the law giving themselves that power. And they were just trying to pa extend that law, if you don't know. Um, LCWF, the land, the land people that keep in contact with you about this stuff. They're they're doing all kinds of strange things. They're, they they want to take control of a, every drop of water, mud puddles doesn't matter. In other words, if there's water on your property, it belongs to them and controlled by them. That means you have to interact with them. Again, we're not supposed to interact with the federal government. State government's supposed to do that for us because they're not supposed to be doing all these things for anybody or against anybody. It's not their job. Until the Fourteenth Amendment, it wasn't even considered at all because that only that that document only applied to the federal government. It was only intended to apply to the federal government. And if it says if it doesn't say it, it doesn't exist. And there are no implied powers in the Constitution, despite what Alexander Hamilton had to say on it. Who would listen to him? He was a liar, a propagandist, an evil being. But my question is, where does... And Burr didn't shoot him soon enough, in my opinion. So who drew, I don't know if you know this, who drew the lines where state's water in the offshore ends, it just, and then what it, happens after that? It goes to the no feds? Drawing, it's not about drawing anything. Look, the state already has borders. Oh, my God, borders. Borders are bad. Borders are good. So 
Good borders make good neighbors. So do fences. Now, all the water that touches the two sides of the state's borders out X amount of miles belongs to the state. That's it. Simple as that. When does it become international? And it's 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 definitely considered U.S. waters out to, I think it's 200 miles. And then it becomes what? International? International waters. So who has control over the international waters? No one yet. That's what Lost is about. The okay. U.N. wants to control it. Okay. Oh, so... and so much more. So what? Including the mining. But if we're de if the federal government is only supposed to deal with international issues, uh -huh. wouldn't they deal with the international waters? Well, they haven't thus far. Every why does everything have to be controlled with everybody? What is wrong with you? Why would you want to control everything? No one needs to control it. It's just the open water. Get off our backs enough already it's nice the only reason i get on a ship was to go out into international waters just to feel what it's like to be free for a little while like those people living on a platform <laughs> oh i would live on a platform in a heartbeat <laughs> if someone ever asked me to go live on a pl i'm gone i'll do my radio show from there oh yeah we might have to the way the fcc's going <laughs> pirate radio man that was a great movie we'll it's start really broadcasting was. pirate radio and it was a prog movie, but it was a good movie. <laughs> it was okay. It was okay. Oh, man. All right. So, yeah, international waters should remain just free. I know that's a hard concept for people. Freedom. Free. Dumb. Liberty. All right. So where were we? Um, <laughs> All these agencies. Yes. <laughs> Federal law clearly requires our government to analyze these threats. No, it doesn't. They can't just be, just shrug off that obligation. Yes, you can. Said Kirsten Monsell, an attorney at the Center of Biological Diversity, Diversity, who worked on the lawsuit, told the Monitor in February. Sorry, they don't have an obligation, sir. Or ma'am, I can't tell. Christian's like one of those weird names. Analyze what threats? You mean fracking? It's been around forever. There's been no side effects from it. No, the place where they set water on fire had already had natural gas in the water. I was wondering whether fracking would drop that stinky water out of there. That's what I was hoping for. They're sucking the gas out. If there's no gas, there won't be any gas in the water table, and that problem would be solved. So they could actually help, but not hurt. Well, they've never hurt anywhere they've been. It, it's been decades. I know nobody knows. I just heard about fracking last week. I, well, you know, they've been doing it for a long time. Yes, they have. And it's weird because they are making it like it just started happening instead of telling the facts. People are afraid of new things. That's why they did it that way. That's why they phrase it the way they do. It, every word they choose, every, the way they say it, their body like everything is pre-planned so and big big surprise that uh, we can't trust the government uh, if you read enough of the founding fathers you'll understand you should never trust the government ever they didn't okie dokie
And as the courts decide where the regulatory power should lie, the environmental hazards of fracking continue to be debated. There's nothing to debate. The history is clear. It's safe. Oh, one of my hands is turning into a rooster. Like She's making that noise that Rue used to make when he ate and he called them to come eat. We're, we're trying to get a, a fill-in rooster from our neighbor because they're just not they're not eating right. They need they need something to protect them. Although her her she doesn't have as big a rooster. The example the Environmental Protection Agency released a report last year that supported the positions of both environmental groups and the energy industry. Of course they do. It's the environmental group. They're all in it together. This is, uh, what'd you expect? Oh, our environmental protection agency has, is nothing, is filled with Prague bureaucrats. And they, they want to just crush you like, but they want to take all your freedom away. That's They can't control you when you're free. And that's dangerous. They're starting to think like computers. And that's why I, I don't like artificial intelligence. The report, which focused on <clears throat> land-based fracking, like the type being used in Wyoming, said that it did not find widespread systemic impacts on drinking water resources, reported the monitor's Sarah Kaspari. However, the same report noted instances where water was affected and noted ways that fracking could contaminate water supplies. Okay, like I'd like to see that. Where's the report? Can I have one? How come we don't get these reports? EPA is just evil. Just evil. Part of education, evil. IRS, evil. Again, from the CS Monitor. Maine's Republican governor, got him, Paul Lepage, has taken a stand against the U.S. Department of Agriculture, junk food and soft drinks, and the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP, all in one fell swoop. Governor Lepage, or Lepage, I don't know how he says it, it's probably Lepage, has been fighting to remove junk food and sugary beverages from the list of items that restaurants can purchase using SNAP benefits, formerly known as food stamps. After his proposal to remove these items was rejected by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, who funds the program, Lepage says that he will move forward to ban these products unilaterally or stop state administration of SNAP altogether. Oh, please pick the second one, because that's unconstitutional. So get rid of it altogether. That's my vote. Only when Washington politicians stopped kowtowing to powerful retail grocer and junk food manufacturing interests will American taxpayers have a respectable food safety net, wrote Lepage in a June 17 letter to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the Bangor Daily News reports. Well, that was a lot. Beyond the health effects of the federal government's corrupt food stamp policy is the tragedy of billions of wasted taxpayer dollars that buy candy and soda through a program 
that was originally designed to reduce hunger. While Lepage has made a snap, a final focal point, excuse me, while he made snap a focal point during his time in office, asking state legislature to impose restrictions in 2013 and 2015. He is not alone among state politicians who are calling for heavier regulation of junk food. Well, you can, should do whatever you want as long as the people that you represent want them, they want you to do it. That's that's the way it's supposed to work. If you don't like the the way the state does things, there's fifty other there's forty nine other ones. So you have options. Well, that's why we don't want the federal government to take everything over because we want to be we're supposed to be individual sovereign states making decisions for what's good for our own citizens. Which are sovereign individuals. Now, I'm not part of this so called sovereign movement. Some of them are a little crazy. Uh, But we are sovereign. It's not like what they're trying to portray. Why do you mean say that, that they're crazy? You interact with these people on the Internet. I never do. The sovereign movement. You know, because I interacted with them and they they were a little, shall we say, off the charts. And they're more—they're more like attack dogs than some than educators. That's not my thing. But uh, the, well, and, and that, and they talk about the government as a corporation. You can look at the government as a corporation if you like. It may be even a corporation. Who cares? It still controls. It's still completely stated in the constitution of the government that was created the limited powers we gave them. But I don't I don't want to just stop paying taxes, don't don't put license plates on my car, don't have a driver's license, on on and on and on and on it goes. I'm not gonna do any of that. It, it's just asking for aggravation in your life and I've got enough aggravation in my life. Well what you're saying is that they should concentrate on going back to the constitution. Right, they should be doing what I'm what I'm doing, teaching people about the Constitution, what it, what it's supposed to be, how it's supposed to be, what we can do about it, in and, the context of being so- sovereign. Right, we are we're supposed to be sovereign citizens, and we're not treated like sovereign citizens, are we? No, we're treated. The federal government treats the state government like it it works for it instead of the other way around, and the state government treats us like crap. And we don't do anything about it, despite the fact it's the other way around. There was no government here on this continent until we got here. Then we made government to serve us. And its design was efficient because everybody was always afraid of giving the government too much power. That's what made America great for a long time. I gotta go to a break. It's your Cooperative Radio Show. Stay tuned, guys. We'll be right back. You live here? Yeah. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. How horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. 
You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? Look how dirty and crappy everything is. Eric, Costa Rica is a third world country. These people are much poorer than those in the U.S. Well, why the hell don't they get jobs? Uh, what should we do about evil? Uh, that's, that's a good question. Uh, 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 evil exists. We see it all the time. In the streets, Darfur, but not in Iraq at any time. We need to be humble and not have a spine. Defeated. Defeated. Let me just say... Uh, Defeated. 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 There's no other way. We now hear Augustine Sabata, Information Minister of the Brown Berets, the foot soldiers of the Aslan movement. This was on July 4th, 1996, at an Independence Day rally and celebration at the Federal Building in Westwood, where illegal aliens and the Communist Progressive Labor Party attacked Americans celebrating Independence Day. Augustine Savada, Brown Berets, we're here today to show L.A., show the minority people here, the Anglo-Saxons, that we are here, the majority, we're here to stay. We do the work in this city. We take care of the spoiled brat children. We clean their offices. We pick the food. We do the manufacturing in the factories of L.A. We are the majority here, and we are not going to be pushed around. We're here in Westwood. This is the fourth time we've been here in the last two months to show white Anglo-Saxon Protestant L.A., the few of you who remain, that we are the majority, and we claim this land is ours. It's always been ours, and we're still here. And uh, none of this talk about deporting. If anybody's going to be deported, it's going to be you. Go back to Simi Valley, you skunks! Go back to Woodland Hills! Go back to Boston! Go back to the Plymouth Rock, you pilgrims! Get out! We are the future! You're old and tired! Go on! We have beaten you! Leave like beaten rats! You old white people, it is your duty to die. Even their own ethicists say that they should die. If they have a duty to die. They're taking up too much space, too much air. We are the majority in L.A. There's over 7 million Mexicans in L.A. County alone. We are the majority. And you're going to see every day more and more of it as we, we manifest, as our young people grow up and graduate from high school, go on to college and start taking over the society. Our people are the, the vast majority of people are under the age of 15 years old. Right now we're already controlling those elections, whether it's through violence or nonviolence, through love of having children, we're going to take over. This is Aslan, this is Mexico. They're the pilgrims on, on our land. Go back to the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. The cheering and waving and the level of excitement. What that reminded me of was our trip to Africa um, two years ago. Uh, and the level of excitement that we felt in that country, the hope that people saw just in the sheer presence of somebody like Barack Obama, a Kenyan, a black man, a man of great statesmanship who they believe could change the fate of the world. Uh, you've already drawn some of the brightest minds from uh, academia and policy circles. Uh, many of them I've stolen ideas from liberally. 
uh, people ranging from Robert Gordon to Austin Goolsby, John Gruber, uh, my dear friend Jim Wallace here, uh, who can talk, I think, uh, who can inform uh, what are sometimes dry policy debates with uh, a prophetic voice. This is Jeff Carlisi from the Band 38 Special. On behalf of all my conservative rocker friends, I'd like to thank the brave members of our fine armed forces for putting their lives on the line every day to protect our liberty. Thank you. Okay, now you wanted to comment real quick on that uh, speech by Augustine Sabata from 1996. Well, they drank the Kool-Aid. <laughs> what can I tell you? Uh, you know, they're not going to win. Yeah, but- if, if, well, I won't say that. They are going to win. This election is going to be pivotal. If you put the wrong person in there, they are going to win. Yeah, but since 1996, they've taken over a lot of California. Sort of. Yeah, sort of. But, again, they're here illegally, so we could just deport them. You can't deport 11 million. And then we could vote out the idiocy. You're right. We're not going to deport 11 million, Brian. We're going to deport like 20, 40, 23 to 40 million. No, no, 40 million at least. Look, I thought it was 36 when they first came out with it more than 10 years ago. Yes, more than 10 years ago. But no. They keep bringing things back up again. Just like sit-ins are back. God, we're turning into the 60s. I didn't like the 60s. I did when I grew up, but then I learned the truth. I like the 60s. I don't like commies. I don't like commies winning and causing us to allow thir- three million people to be slaughtered. Oh yeah, what what a what a victory for the left that was. And they were dancing in the streets like nothing. Didn't care a thing about those three million people. That's what turned uh, what's his name uh, Horowitz from a communist radical agitator into a conservative oh yes he makes no doubt he was working for the communist party those hippie things were all controlled by the communist party the whole the whole notion of the movement was done by the communist party so all you old hippies that are proud of what you did in the 60s you were working for the communist party united states of america congratulations you're happy about that? Good. Then finally tell everyone, you're not a liberal, you're a commie. Well, left-wing liberal progressive socialist commie fascist statist bastard. S- Plural. All right, uh, this snap thing is illegal, is unconstitutional anyway, so I don't care. As far as people using it for whatever they want, 
That's called liberty. Notice they want to take liberty away, even how you use the food stamps they give you. If you want to live on McDonald's and candy, I don't care. But see, progs do care. Especially, they, they're moving to their single payer now. You know, we, they got to control our behaviors now because that's going to because that's going to cost us more money. If you don't eat right, then you'll get sick. Then you'll have to use the services more. That'll cost more taxpayer dollars, and maybe uh, you know enough of that goes on, and we won't have to be able to treat everybody anymore. You see, kind of what I'm saying. They want to regulate everything, and they they say conservatives do, Republicans do. Well. The Prague Republicans do, not conservative Republicans. We don't want to tell people what to do. And I don't want this stupid stuff to keep going on. SNAP programs should be a something you get in a bad time, and then you, you come out of it, and you don't need it anymore. That's what, if welfare was just that, I wouldn't have a problem with it except the federal dollars go to it. And it's really a federal program. It's managed by the state. That means the state does most of the work. That's it. Uh, it's still controlled by the federal government. So are your schools. So is the post office. Which now seems it's impossible for them to do their jobs anymore. I have. They've lost three packages of mine. They would have lost another one. If I didn't keep up on the tracking on it, and see, it just kept going between two cities. Billings, Montana, Denver, Colorado. Back to Billings, Montana. Back to Denver, Colorado. Back to Billings. It was doing this for weeks. They didn't notice anything. I had to keep. I had to call more than once to finally get it fixed, and get it sent to me. That stopped the loop. It was just, and it's stupidity because they've they've they farmed out their uh, shipping of priority anything, anything but, you know, the lowest of the low shipping. They they farmed that out to FedEx and UPS, and now they deliver it to a center at the U.S. Post Office, and then it goes through the U.S. Post Office to where it's supposed to go. So I, I can't even use that service anymore because they keep screwing up my packages. So I have to pay for two-day or higher to make sure if I order FedEx, it's FedEx. It doesn't go near the post office. And if I say UPS, it's UPS, not USPS. And it's happening to our neighbor right now as we speak. Yes, not just us. I'm sure it's happening to a lot of people. I'm sure it's happening to everybody. Last time Susan was at the UPS store, the new thing is everybody wants them to send uh, accept their packages because the post office keeps losing theirs. Amazing. Let's see, under this guy who's going to fix everything, the post office is falling apart at the seams. The VA is falling apart at the seams. Or you could say coming apart at the seams or falling apart. Uh, it's, it's because progressives are in charge. And they, they don't understand management of money. They understand if it feels good, do it. Evil is as evil does. 30 cities and states have tried to tax soda in recent years. The Associated Press reports. See, that's, that, uh-uh. Again, it is not any government's job 
to try and control you through legislation, to control individual behavior. It's impossible to control individual behavior through legislation. All you can do is throw some people in jail but or fine them, whatever. But you, you're not going to stop it. And you can't tax people so that, look at cigarette smokers. They tax the crap out of those things. There's still people smoking. But now they have less money for food. See? Everything it does sucks because it's not supposed to do it. Enough with the sin taxes. Unconstitutional across the board. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Well, there's some crazy constitutions out there like California, maybe, but overwhelmingly going to be unconstitutional wherever your government is. Meaning, uh, if it's a state government, unconstitutional state constitution. Because that tells the state government its powers. And if they're doing things that it doesn't say, then they're doing unconstitutional. And I guarantee every one of your government is violating that state constitution. If you look into it, I am telling you every single one of them. All right. Let's get back to uh, sin taxes. Earlier this month, Philadelphia imposed a soda tax on soft drinks. The 1.5 cent per ounce tax was put in place to raise additional money for civil services that they should they should privatize and you'd get a better service. Yet the health benefits of a decrease in soda purchases would be an additional bonus, said Mayor Kim Jim Kinney. Yeah, they're looking to tax you anywhere they can. They want they need your money. They need all of it. Oh, we'll let you save some. <laughs> we'll let you have some. It's my money. Why? What are you talking about? Inside out, upside down world. In 2015, Berkeley, California became the first city to levy a tax on soda, increasing the price of a can of soda by 12 cents. Jeremy Wood reported for Food Tank at the time. Okay. I'm appalled about this, and I don't drink soda. But I do drink alcohol, and I'm opposed to the syntax on alcohol, too. They, this, they really do not see things through. There's a bigger picture here. What they're going to do is hurt their citizens and hurt other citizens of the country because they're increasing the, the, the amount of Price. money. It, right. The amount of money it costs for someone to purchase it, trying to get them not to purchase it. Well, then what happens to the manufacturer who's making it and well, the people who work for the manufacturer making the product? They go bankrupt because no one's buying their product anymore. They're going to buy soda if it goes up 12 cents. That's not the point. They're not thinking it through. They're not, they don't care. All they care about is having enough money for all their progressive, unconstitutional, socialist nonsense that they want to do. That's their only focus. That's why it makes no sense what they do. You don't understand. They're not trying to help you. They are trying to take away all your liberty so that you be good little robots so even if this doesn't happen let let me think it through to the end so the manufacturer goes out of business people are out of work so then that that product is not available anymore but, but to be so, fair he specifically said he did he didn't do it for that purpose he said what he did it for for more civil services then he said but that would be an additional benefit 
That'd be nice. But it wouldn't be nice. Now, let me go through this whole thing. I know it isn't nice. (laughs) Because what happens when you take money out of the economy and give it to the government? Your economy sucks. That's what happens. Right. So now... Now, the, the, that manufacturer is out of work. The, the people are out of work. The manufacturer is no longer I'm taking it to the extreme, yes. I'm taking this to the extreme. So then the manufacturer no longer makes the soda. So then there's no soda for them to buy, and then there's no 12 cents tax for the, the government to get. Or even more likely, they take their soda manufacturing plans elsewhere where they don't have to deal with the 12 cents tax or all the other taxes they're paying. But you see how if it goes to Mexico the extreme, looks good. That twelve, my scenario going to the extreme, they're going to end up not having that twelve cents because they got themselves out of it by making the twelve cents to begin with. Not only that, they lost the tax on yes. sales. Yep. Because most places have sales tax. Right. Now, exactly. We don't. But so they're making it worse by doing this. And we don't want one either. See, that's what's great. But the progs always want everybody to have to have the same of everything. Every look, there are different cultures. There's social diversity nonsense. There's always been different cultures in the, across the United States. You get the Hoosers in the Midwest, and you can hear it in their accents. Uh, I forget where they come from. Sweden, I think. Uh, something like that. And and there's it, it, there's New York accents which come from back in the way back in the day of the slums. You can uh, little. Irish mixed in with a lot of other, but they don't want that. They see the they see the world as homogenous. They want a one world government to control everything and everyone. I did say everyone, and I'm not kidding you. They there's a, there's ways of manipulating events around you to make you do what they want you to do, whether you want to do it or not. Just so you know. And you know if. They go heavy. They always end up heavy-handed, and what you end up with is everybody going to jail for all kinds of stupid stuff. We already have people going to stu- jail for unconstitutional stuff because the courts are unconstitutional that are putting them there, and a lot of the sentences are unconstitutional because it's equal protection of the law. You can't say hate crimes are unconstitutional. Period. Case closed. You have to treat every murder the same. You don't get extra special punishment because you killed a black person. I'm sick of that. What? what, The only lives, everybody's lives matter except white people. And I'm really sick of it. And I'm talking hetero. The worst class to be in this country is a a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, the the, the wasps, they they kill you. But any heterosexual white male, you're gone, man. You're gone. Everybody's taking your stuff. They're taking it through taxation. They're taking it because they're getting jobs that you should have had, but they had to hire a black person over you who's less qualified. Now, how did that help the business? Affirmative action is cost a lot in our economy because you want the best person for the job, regardless of skin color, not for because of their skin color they get a job. Because, you know, it, it's nice to say, oh, well, we deserve it. We're black and we're slaves one day. Well, uh, well, yeah, maybe. But you don't want me to go down the slave thing again. You don't impress me. The Jews were slaves for hundreds of years. How about how about your 
so-called ancestors that you're probably not related to. I'm sorry. How is that the same thing? Get over yourselves. You don't hear the Jews asking for reparations. Why do you always have your hand out? Go get a job. <laughs> There's no jobs to get. They're giving them all to the illegals. Get a new commander-in-chief. Get a new all of them. You want to they get, all need to you go. want to get out of the ghetto and you're listening to this show, you must want to get out of the ghetto. You can get out of the ghetto. Just do it, man. Just walk out, take whatever you have, put it on your back or in your car, whatever you have. Go. Go get a job someplace, a really good job. There are jobs out there if you you have to be willing to move around. And I, I can't see a better class of people than the ones that are stuck in a ghetto. They should want to go someplace else anyway. Who wants to live there? It's hard. I worked there for seven years. I didn't even like working there. I just sit there all day in an ambulance on a corner in the ghetto. I knew too much. <laughs> it's like, you know, too much information stuff. I, there was a lot of TMI in, in the ghetto. I just, I've seen stuff I shouldn't have seen. I've heard stuff I really wish I hadn't heard ever in my life. I wonder which chicken had it. I bet it's, it's hard to say. Someone just came in the front door. So, anyway, let's get back to what they have to say on this thing, whatever it is. And what happens when the, we, the people, start boycotting these things? They're not going to get their revenue anyway. I guess she doesn't want me to move along. I should no, I do. It just drives me insane that she they She keeps don't getting a new idea. <laughs> it's, <laughs> one of those, it's one of those freaking things that, you, that come out a thousand ways, but all I got to say is I pencil. It's it's so stupid because if they did this to me for a product that I liked, I'd say screw it. I'm not buying it anymore. I'm not giving my government more money so they can spend it on crap and boycott it. We don't. More money you give to the government, the less is available in the economy, which means we suffer. That's just a fact. It's the way it is. I don't care what Lord Keynes said on the topic. I really don't. Because he's an idiot. Yes. I read his book. It sucked. <laughs> I read it online. Uh, it, it just was wrong. It just so many things in there were just fantasy. It was fantasy. It had nothing to do with reality. It was just fantasy. And you can't control it. You can't control everybody. You cannot do it. It will, sooner or later, a percentage is going to fight back. But they don't get that, and or they think they're ready for that. They they said, the left, the progs, they would have to kill about 200 million people in the United States and put others in re-education camps. So do you really think they care? that you're going to shoot back? Do you think they care that they're going to have to kill Americans? No, not the people giving the orders. They just see us as cattle. That's that's how they treat us, like cattle. There's too much of us, there's too little of us. Yeah. There's too many rich people, there's not, not enough rich people. It's... It, it's just disgusting that my country is turning into some place where people actually begrudge others of success. 
you know, to be successful, you had to work at it. So they deserve whatever they get. And whatever they're getting paid, that's between the board of directors and the shareholders. Because ultimately that comes out of the profits and that affects the shareholders. And the shareholders have a, stay, a say, but nobody's going to go fly in for a a meeting, you know, a shareholders meeting. Not too many people have the ability to travel that far for a meeting to where the company is. And see, they know that, and that's how they get you. But you you can give someone a proxy. You, you can get with a bunch of people, give your shares to a proxy to represent you in block and and represent your statements to the and complaints and and by the way it'll be voted on and whoever has the most shares wins all right um where was i a study no 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 interruption is that no i'm uh, just, done i'm done okay <laughs> just waiting for it a study by duke university supported their argument mr wood writes showing that a 20% soda tax can lead to a decreased caloric intake of almost 5%. Whoa! 5%, wow. 5%. 5%. Well, that'll make it. A difference. 20% tax. Look, I agree people are drinking too much soda. It's bad for them, and I agree with that, too. But you know what? All I could do is point it out. I can't make them stop doing it. Nobody, Nobody can. Again, it's not the government's job to social engineer us. The In the years since the tax was imposed, researchers say that it's difficult to pinpoint hard data yet on the effect that it's had on consumers in Berkeley. However, some researchers are optimistic, not least of all because the tax is generating money from the city's nutrition program. Oh, revenue. We mean no revenue. Revenue. Why? We got to spend more. We got to build more. We got to build, build, build. We got to build. We got to build. But we, but we can't fill the potholes in the road, or properly make traffic lights, make traffic flow freely instead of making them stop at every corner. Uh, Jennifer Falb of the University of California, Berkeley School of Public Health. I'm doing that because they're like Dane Baramage there. Berkeley's famous. Remember the 60s, Berkeley, California. They, they're always trying to live up to that history. I, I wish they wouldn't. And I wish we wouldn't have put our kids in a position to be brainwashed as we have. And now you're going to let them get common core your kid. That's the end. It's the end. Get them out of school. Well, at a public school, anyway. No, no, no. The uh, charter schools are still controlled and funded by the federal government. And uh, they are better, but they have to teach the same stuff. Because the federal government requires it. And if you take money from the federal government, you got to do what they say. That's why we're not going to take the money from the federal government. That's not money. It's poison. And by the way, they don't have any money. So all they're doing is giving your money to you. And you're going to give them a service for that? Just say thank you and walk away. Jennifer, Jennifer Falb. What kind of name is that? Anyway, 
I would say there is evidence that the tax is beginning to work, that it's going in the right direction. These progs will say anything. There's, they have no data. She said that, but she's sure it's going. It's sure it's going in the right direction. I don't know what direction is right to you because it seems to be a perceptual problem. The United States joins other nations in thinking about ways to reduce consumption of unhealthy foods and beverages through these kinds of government regulations. Also, oh, it's UN sponsored. How nice! Just like Agenda Twenty One. Oh, well, this is probably part of Agenda Twenty One. Hmm. Britain announced this spring that they will tax soda in proportion to how much sugar each drink contains in an eight-ounce serving. Uh, well, at least that'll be good for those the diet soda drinkers. I don't. I hardly ever drink regular soda because they don't use sugar. They use corn syrup, I, and I can taste it, and I don't like it. Meanwhile, Mexico already taxes junk food. Oh, good. We're following in Mexico's footsteps, so nothing could possibly go wrong. But wait, we don't have Mexico's constitution, do we? Did we switch it somewhere? I'm, I'm confused. Lapage's move in Maine is more focused on the purchasing habits of a specific demographic subset, not on the larger issue of junk food in the state. And in the wake of the USDA rejection of his proposal, Maine legislatures are apprehensive about what such a measure could mean for the nearly 200,000 Maine residents who received the food assistance according to the Bangor Daily News. Nobody thinks that the people on food stamps should be buying snack food and candy and sugary drinks. State legislator Representative Drew Gatine Demoncrat told the Bangor Daily News. What we really need to do is find a way to make healthy food more affordable. You know, he, if if he if it wasn't for the Constitution, he'd he'd be right. That is what they should be focused on, but not the federal government, state governments. Yeah, I can't look. I'm going to be honest. With you, I can't afford, and I will not buy fruits and vegetables from the supermarket. One, I know they're covered in poisons, and I got to scrub them. Two, they're not going to have any flavor because they don't pick them when they're ripe. So, and, and then three, they charge way too much for the privilege of giving me a peach that tastes like nothing. <laughs> so, yes, I don't, we don't waste money on those things. We take vitamins instead. It's cheaper. All right. I got to push the button. What about fiber? Fiber, fiber. Guess what? Turns out they were wrong about fiber, just like eggs, just like lard, just like margarine. They were wrong on fiber. Fiber doesn't stop constipation. It actually causes it. Ha! Funny, isn't it? Funny joke. <laughs> Unless you're the one who's been taking fiber. Yeah, that's just like the new study they came out about uh, the bad HDLs and LDLs. and all The LDLs that. and HDLs. The HDLs are bad and the LDLs are... No good. No, they, no the LDLs are bad and the HDLs are good. That's right. Oh, who cares? It's all good. They're <laughs> idiots. I I read the I read the science on it. I I was in, look. I was going to become a doctor. I was already being groomed to go to medical school. Uh, so I was studying medicine as a paramedic. I was way beyond what they taught me in paramedic school. Uh, but I forgot what I was going to say. You were. You, were, you had these studies and you already said that they were bunk. Oh, I looked at the data and it was, it was just, it didn't make any sense. It was stupid. 
And I always say, and I'm like, and I'm I'm sorry. One thing about food, natural's always better than chemically manip- manipulated anything. Everyone wants to take a pill and and have a, have a meal. Well, that's great if you don't like the taste of food. I guess uh, I couldn't live on pills like that. I, I mean, I'd have to if I had to, but man, I can't imagine not having food. I'm a foodie kind of guy. I like. To eat, I like to cook sometimes. I'm sick, I don't feel like cooking, obviously. Okay, you got to push a button. I do. And now from Hezbollah Toys, just in time for Ramadan, the good and peaceful people at Wacky.com and Hezbollah bring you the Jihad Joe action figure. Pull his string, and he shouts, Allah Akbar, and kill the infidels. Pull it again, and Jihad begins to sweat profusely, and screams, Everyone back up, or I will blow myself up. On the third pull, Jihad Joe shouts, I am serious. On the fourth and final pull, Jihad Joe begins to say something we cannot quite make out before exploding in a dazzling and immensely gratifying display of holy fire and smoke. For added fun, dress Jihad in a burqa before detonation. Get your Jihad Joe today. Supplies are limited, and once they are gone, thank Allah they are gone. Coming soon, Parker Barbie. See, I play that for the Fuzzy Muzzy Report. Uh, I see. You Not got... for the War on Terror. I see you got the right sound file this time. <laughs> I did. Boy, this has been a... I have a lot of sound files. And she... thankfully, she's been digging through the archives and finding all these really good ones I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah, I gotta do like more. Like that last one with Saveda. I gotta go in and do more. We gotta come up with more parodies too. We say that all the time. We I don't know why. We have no time. I, I just don't know why. We just don't have time. Alright, so the fuzzy muzzy report from Fox News. Newly obtained congressional data shows hundreds of terror plots have been stopped in the U.S. since 9-11, mostly involving foreign-born suspects, including dozens of refugees. Refugees. Okay, now they're saying this. They're trying to spin it like, see, we're doing something. No, see, we're under attack already. Right. And we know we've been, I know we were under, there were all these terror attacks, the plots that they stopped in the U.S. since 9-11. Obviously, because... It didn't happen, so they must have stopped it. But uh, we're still letting these fuzzy muzzles in. They're not going to tell you that they're mostly involving foreign-born suspects, including dozens of refugees. Now, again, words are everything to to these people, and so people in the intelligence community in the Pentagon, they're not even allowed to use the term Islam or Muslim, and, and not definitely not radical Islam. It's what was it? What do they call it? Uh, violent extremism. That's what they have to say. He's like, what? What I learned to do with the military, I, I, I could be a violent extremist. Well, that's why they're using that. This is why they can't get anything done. They can't even, they can't even talk about it. But we could be violent extremists because we're calling them fuzzy muzzies. Oh, we don't care what people call us. That's why, because you don't. I get called names. You don't. But uh, I, I really don't care. Call me whatever I want. I want. It's, it's usually it usually is an insight into their soul because they always project all their faults onto me. 
I, I'm just like, oh, I never did that. I never said that. And it seems like you have. And, but they don't, you know, turn, they just get confused when you turn the tables like that. They just call you every name in the book and leave. That's how you know you won the argument. They, they start cursing at you. You win. And that happens just every time I talk to these people. There are other people I've had debates with on, on topics and they never got crazy and called me names. We, we had a nice back and forth debate on a topic and not anymore. What do you mean not anymore? That's not our vernacular anymore in the United States. It's the, the left just calls us names and wants to kill us. Well, yeah, but those are the people you don't want to talk to anyway because they're a waste of your time. And if they wanted to kill me, they could have already done it. Of course, they'd have to find me first. But then again, I have a 911 address. Anyone can find me. Go ahead. Go with this. Go with this? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with this. Doesn't have rape you, geez. Yeah. The files are sure to inflame the debate over Obama's administration's push to admit thousands more refugees from Syria and elsewhere. A proposal Donald Trump has vehemently opposed on the 2016 campaign trail. I'm telling you, if you, if you think you're going to steal this away from Trump and give it to Cruz, and you have a heck of a, a just a, an inkling of a chance of winning the national election, you're an idiot. This will be violent. It will be ugly. It will be the end of the Republican Party. I can tell you that right now. You elites that want to hold on to power so much, this is the end of it. You do this, it's over. Because they see, they'll see you now for who you are. The people will turn. And don't think Democrats can get a good laugh out of this and then relax. You have your own problems. You got Bernie Sanders and his people, which are very violent, are going to go to the Democrat convention, and they're not happy with the way you've treated Bernie. And they're violent every time. Conservatives, never. Progressives, always. Just follow the aftermath of both protests. Conservative protests versus the progressive protests. Conservative protests, there's nothing, the streets are cleaner than when they got there. The progs come and leave, it's it's filthy garbage everywhere. It shows they don't care about anything else but themselves. Why would you want to throw garbage on the ground? Just throw it in the garbage can, man. How lazy and stupid can you be? What are you, privileged? That's what I pay taxes for. That's what I pay taxes. I hear that every time. It's like, yeah, that's Unfortunately, no, that's what I pay taxes for. <laughs> These data make clear that the United States not only lacks the ability to properly screen individuals prior to their arrival. Come on, anybody out there have common sense anymore? Really? I mean, how do you expect to vet people coming from a place that doesn't keep tabs and information on them. There's no way for them to check anything. And they've already come out and said that. So why do you believe they... I don't care if it takes two years. They still can't do it. There's no information on these people 
they're if they're all the only clue you got is if they're Muslim, chances are they're terrorists. Well, if not now, tomorrow. And I got one thing to say. I know what I, every time terror happens, Islam is involved. So why why don't you just realize that Islam is evil and move on? Oh, that would be hateful. We gotta we we gotta win, beat them with love. With love, that's what they're counting on. Anyway, I've got a wow, my my fellow Americans and Dame Bramage. These data make clear that the United States not only lacks the ability to properly screen individuals prior to their arrival, any probably with a brain already knew this, but also that our nation has an unprecedented assimilation problem. Senator Jeff Sessions, Republican of Alabama, and Ted Cruz, Republican of Texas, told President Caesar Barack is ominous in a June 14 letter obtained by FoxNews.com. That was a lot of stuff for just one sentence. But, um, unprecedented. So, yeah, I do. Do you remember the, the track we played you, Sabeda? They, yeah, they're assimilating us. We're not assimilating them. Go to the, go to New Mexico, go to Texas down south by the border, go to California. Go see for yourself. They're taking over. They are. That doesn't mean they're going to win. It, just means that they're succeeding thus far. It's up to us to do something about it. And I'm sorry, we have a problem assimilating the legal immigrants and the chain migration that comes along with that is ridiculous. And I know, no, but I mean, these are legal aliens. They need to go. This is Mexico. Well, let's find out. I think I think we could show them how it's not Mexico. But if you think it's Mexico, I got an idea. I'll make you feel more like Mexico. Here comes the military and the tanks. I suggest you run south as fast as you can. Operation Wetback. Look it up. It's a real thing. Oper Eisenhower administration did it. Why are you telling me it can't be done? Look it up. Operation Wetback. Eisenhower. And I can also show you to what Blackjack Pershing did to the fuzzy muzzies in the islands. It was the, it's what I always call for. It should happen. We should do it now. We should, we should do it with the ones he wants to release from Gitmo. And then keep a couple alive to tell the story. Oh, what did he do? Well, he killed all of them except two people, dumped them in a mass grave, and threw pig entrails all over them, and then buried them, and then let told the other two, now go tell your people what to expect. And he, he had a big problem with the Muslims. They were screwing around. After that, not a, not nothing. Nothing. Not one attempt at anything. That's how you handle them. That's what Islam and Muzzies understand. Power and strength. Nothing else. Not intellect? Nope, they don't care. It's all about power and strength. So, if you don't show them you're more powerful than them, then they're going to screw with you. You show them that you're an enemy worth showing respect to, they will. 
In other words, okay, they're serious. <laughs> and when, now, when you tell that story, because they won't go to heaven if that happens. They can't go to heaven. They're buried with pig, no, which is our, unclean. Our government is telling us to bend over. Of course, because the government wants a new world socialist order. This kind of stuff, it's about borders. You're not allowed to have a border. There are no borders. We're we're a global comp. We're global now. The Constitution isn't global, but again, we have to enforce it. And Ted Cruz, you need to you need to tell people, back off. You're not even a United States citizen. Go away. The files also give fresh insight into the true scope of the terror threat, and cover a wide range of cases, including a Seattle man plotting to attack a U.S. military facility. Oh, here we go. I got it back up. Okay. What did I say? You got to back up. Oh, before that. <laughs> I, I was talking about something. Ted like, Cruz? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. He's, he's not a citizen. The reason I come about this is uh, until he could show me a real United States birth certificate which he hasn't his only birth certificate he's shown is canadian and you want to know why that is he was born in canada there was no dual citizenship when he was born into canada and his father was an immigrant from cuba and his mother an immigrant from the united states now there was a process for him to become a citizen but the family had to go through the lengthy and difficult process of doing so before his 18th birthday at which time he has to now be naturalized. Do you, do you see my problem with Ted Cruz? Because he's got, he's Mr. Constitution. He must know. He must know he's not a citizen. He surely knows he's not a natural-born citizen. You have to be born on U.S. soil of two citizens and on U.S. soil unless you're in the service of the United States of America abroad which they were not. They were immigrants to Canada. And he was born there. He's just, he's a Canadian. I I don't know what else to say. I'm, and he gave up his Canadian citizenship. That was stupid. Now he doesn't even have a country. <laughs> I was going to say, he's a man with no country. Now you know what the international waters were made for. A man without a country would go and become a pirate in the high seas. Freedom, liberty, yes, liberty for yes for bad people to do bad things to other people. Yes, you don't stop behavior; you punish it. Break the law, you get punished. That's simple. That's it. No, no other considerations. It's simple. All right. Well. <clears throat> the files also give fresh insight into true scope of terror threat and cover a wide range of cases, including a Seattle man plotting to attack a U.S. military facility. An Atlantic City man using his Revolution Muslim site to encourage confrontations with U.S. Jewish leaders at their homes. An Iraq refugee arrested in January accused of traveling to Syria to take up arms with terror groups. You lose your citizenship for that. While the June 12 massacre at the Orlando Gay Homosexual Nightclub marked the dead, I guarantee you they weren't happy. 
marked the deadliest terror attack on U.S. soil since 2001. The data shows America has been facing a steady stream of plots for the period September 2001 through 2014. Data shows the U.S. successfully prosecuted 580 individuals for terrorism and terror-related cases. Further, since early 2014, at least 131 individuals were identified as being implicated in terror. And we're bringing more of these in. Yes, we need more terrorists. Who, who doesn't want more terrorists? Me, I don't want more terrorists. we got to really do this like somewhere else besides the very end of the show. Although I used to do it all the time at the end of the show. Anyway, uh, if you want to know where you can listen to our show, right now it's Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. No, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on uncooperativeradio.com, where you can download and listen to all our shows for free. You can also hear us on redstatetalkradio.com. Go over there to check the schedule. It's kind of fluctuating right now. But there's a big, there's some kind of big change coming to it, so keep an eye on the schedule if you're listening to us through RedStateTalkRadio.com. Also, you can hear us on TuneIn through RedStateTalkRadio.com. You can hear our show on iHeart and iTunes. Also, TalkShoe, Podbean, and on Facebook, the Uncooperative Radio show page, which we encourage you, please, to go sign up and like and talk and interact and and uh, stuff like that. And we, we're putting notices up there now when things need to be told. We can't do a show, for instance. We'll put it up on the Uncooperative Radio show page on Facebook so you know what's going on. And also Red State through RedStateTalkRadio.com on Roku. That's right, RedStateTalkRadio.com has a Roku station. Also, while you're over there, pick up the free newsletter. It's not written by the host, written by other writers very well done interesting give it a shot see if you like it if it's not your cup of tea unsubscribe we don't track it we don't care well we care we'd like you not to have not to but you know we're not tracking it we're not going to be mad at you if you want to find me on twitter it's pretty easy at brian bonner just spell it right facebook brian bonner nine zero and i think that is all i had to do before that Across both those groups, the senators supported it, that at least 40 people initially admitted to the U.S. as refugees later were convicted or implicated in terror cases. Among the 580 convicted, they said at least 380 were foreign-born. This is insanity. The top countries of origin were Pakistan, Lebanon, and Somalia, as well as Palestinian territories. Both Sessions and Cruz sit on the State Judiciary Committee on Immigration and National Interest, which compiled the terror case information based on data from the Justice Department, injustice, news, reports, and other open source information. The files were shared with foxnews.com. The files also uh, include dates, states of residence, countries of origin for foreign-born suspects, and reams of other detail. Specifically, they show a sharp spike in cases in 2015, largely stemming from the arrest of suspects claiming allegiance to the Islamic State. They also show a heavy concentration of cases involving suspects from California, Texas, New York, and Minnesota stand, among other states. Texas, huh? Well, like I said, 
You got work, Texans. Cowboy up. From World Net Deli. I like World Net Deli. Police in Philadelphia are scouring the area for five men caught on video at a local Geno's Steaks, assaulting two couples, then fleeing in their pickup truck and SUV. But not before a witness allegedly heard them scream their allegiance to ISIS. The assault, captured on the surveillance video that was described by police as too graphic to release to the public, occurred June the 11th. Yeah, it's not too graphic. You just don't want them to know what he was, why they were doing it, and how horrible it really is. Well, they did have a picture of the, like a blurry picture of these guys, and they were young young men with really big beards. They looked, forget, they're definitely Muslim. Yep. But we can't, we can't say anything bad about Muslims. So that's not enough just to be Muslim. That's not enough. I don't know. All the terrorism in the world right now is coming from Muslims last time I checked. But, you know, you can't suspect Muslims. That would be Islamophobic. I'm sorry. This is what's called rational fear of something, not irrational. Islam is evil, and it has been done the same thing over, over, over throughout history, without fail. And they're doing it here. And they will eventually win if we don't stop them before they have too much power. Oh, anyway. We should see horrific images because that would remind us how horrible... Islam is. One of the victims, Patrick Kane, described the assault as horrific. He told Philly.com he and his wife, Brooke Kane, had just left the wedding and after-hours nightclub with another couple and stopped at Geno's for something to eat. While finishing their meal, his wife's friend turned to a nearby group of people and asked for a cigarette, he said. That is when the guys just lost their minds, said Kane to the news outlet. Cain said one of the men in the group stood and shoved his hand over the woman's face and pushed her to the sidewalk. Don't mess with us, Cain said, the man shouted. Philly.com reported, we belong to ISIS. Yeah, that would be it for me. I shot him. I was thinking the exact same thing. They'd be dead. That's kind of stupid telling people you're you're with ISIS because ISIS is the enemy. Now you're enemy combatant. That means I could shoot you. Because we're at war. Kane's wife then tried to help her friend to her feet while telling the suspect the ISIS comment was not funny. Philly.com reported. She was then allegedly hit by one of the suspects. Kane said he and the other man he was with then intervened and a fight broke out. What went from putting hands on two girls became five guys attacking us, he said to the news outlet. Kane said he was punched in the nose, head and eye, and that the five men fled in two vehicles. Witnesses at one point called police and emergency vehicles arrived on the scene and provided medical care to the couples. It is ridiculous that this even happened, Kane said, Philly.com reported. I don't know why things have to escalate like this. The two vehicles described as a dark-colored pickup truck and an SUV had New Jersey license plates. Oh, you can tell he's a prog, Kane. That's why he got his butt kicked. I bet he'd throw a punch. I don't know why things have to escalate like this. Because that's I've, I've picked them up my ambulance. It's a whine I always hear from them. 
Same kind of nonsense. It's like because you have a big mouth. Although in this case, if reported correctly, but I doubt it because the people that we're interacting with him are the one telling the story. We don't know what they really said. He just asked him a cigarette and he went off. Uh, maybe. It was the woman who asked for the cigarette, not the man. Oh, well, whatever. Set it off. But again, this is coming to a neighborhood near you. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a percentage they of the are, people we look, bring here are going to be are going to be terrorists. And look, that's, the, that's admitted by the national government. And the more that the freaking Loretta bitch calls for us to have love and peace and happiness, the more they're going to be empowered Correct. to do whatever the hell they want Correct. to us. Because they know the government's not going to do anything. Correct. There's only one miscalculation. If they travel outside of the safe gun-free zones, we're armed. That's what the Second Amendment's all about. Right there. But not for not for progressives, because they don't want to ever have to pull a gun and defend themselves or hurt somebody or... Yeah, uh, I, I get that. I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to kill anybody. I don't want to fight with anybody. But you know what? Sometimes they give you no choice. And unfortunately, I would rather be judged by 12 than carried by 6. I am not going to allow anyone to freaking grope me. You've got to be kidding me. You better not. <laughs> I don't understand what's in these people's head. You you stand back, boy. Or are you going to get my pistol no, in your face? No, you don't talk to them. You do something. They already touched you. You don't talk to them. It's not a conversation. You were already assaulted. Physically. Assault back. Defend yourself. Why you want to talk to them? They're not gonna, you open your mouth to them. They've got to do more things to you. Don't, didn't you learn from listening or reading this? The more, the more, the more they said it, the worse it got, right? No, when they went to go intervene, that's when it got worse. Because she opened her mouth again. And then they started hitting her. And that's when they intervened. But not much of an intervention if you got your butt kicked. I'm just wondering if anyone's going to stick up for everybody, anybody here in the United States. Because they're not going to in, in Europe. They look, don't. I'm going to tell you right now. In the big cities where the, they've been completely castrated, metrosexuals, what have you, uh, they don't allow guns. They think that's a good idea. They live in a place without guns. But they wait till one's shoved in their face. Then they're always complaining. Well, if you did, if you allowed citizens to have guns, when the guy shoved it in your face, two other people would have shoved guns to the sides of his head. See how that works, dumbass? Look, you're going to have a certain amount of bad people that are going to abuse their rights. They're called criminals. They do it all the time. It doesn't matter what the rights are. But you don't take everybody's rights away because a small percentage of them abuse the right. The job of the government is to protect your rights from being abused, not to remove them. But I've run out of time. This has been the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Botter from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're at her.